Tonight's episode is brought to you by Click Gaming, a freelance esports tournament company based out of Oklahoma. If you're located in the U.S. and need esports services, this is the ultimate gaming company for you. Contact Johnny Weaver at icychiller at att.net. That's I-C-Y-C-H-I-L-L-E-R. Tonight on the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Ooh, HD Mario. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. And now, the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast. Hey there, all you cool cats and kittens. Wait, oh, wrong wrong intro. Good morning, <laughs> good afternoon, good evening. It's another episode of the Delirious Dads Gaming Podcast, episode 68. I'm Clinton Stanley, and I'm here with... Next one will be 69. This is Ryan Maddox. Um, in what context were you just talking about? I was just letting them know. That's oh, all I was saying. the next episode. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just making sure. Well, tonight it's going to be fun. We have a special guest with us. We're going to be announcing him in just a minute. And Ryan's going to be bringing us news. So he thinks oh, it's yeah. going to be better. Oh, it's, it's good news. It's all good news. That's all I ever bring. The only, best news. Only the, the best. The best people on it. <laughs> Well, that's good. And tonight we're also going to be going over um, the free games for the month. June is upon us. Um, you know, COVID hit, um, all this other stuff going on uh, in America right now. And it's just like, it's weird. I'm still in February, but uh, yep, me life, too, for sure. <laughs> life has moved on. So, uh, yeah, it's been crazy, uh, especially if you live in America. You know, uh, we've had protests, some... Uh, some things went down with uh, the George Floyd situation, and obviously it was awful. So uh, our thoughts and prayers go out to everybody involved in, in the protesting and also the cops. You know, we want peace for America, and we also want uh, want change and people to be heard. So that's the American way. And anyway, that's kind of our stance on everything. But, boy, it's been uh, been crazy times. It has been. The US yeah, with everything going on, it makes it seem like time is just... Uh, it's it's oddly standing still and flying by at the exact same time. Oh, yeah. Because uh, on the business side of things, we've got to react so fast to deal with what's happening economically. And at the same time, it's like, what is happening? And you have this weird, like, it's walking through sludge feeling at the same mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting. Yeah, it's been it's been wild. But, uh, you know, we're trying to get our gaming in, trying to get, uh, you know, get uh, get the game on so to speak. And it's been oh, yeah. kind of hard because it's been so, as you said, it's been so busy that, uh, that's hard to, hard to get that done. But, uh, we're here every week to do the podcast and, uh, to us, this is the most important. So, uh, with that said, I do want to go ahead and introduce, um, our guest tonight. He is the CEO and founder of a business called Game Gym. Um, and you can find him over at gamegym.com. If you want more information, but uh, we're going to be grilling him tonight with some uh, some interview questions. Uh, please welcome uh, Joshua Hafkin or Hafkin. What's up, everybody? I never asked you how to actually pronounce that, brother. How yeah, do you yeah, do yeah. Half H A F K I N. Hafkin. Okay. Hafkin. Yeah. Very, very Had it right the first time. <laughs> yeah, man. 
Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm psyched to be here. Um, I, I think what you guys are doing is awesome. And I love I mean, to, to have the platform to be able to talk about what we're doing and, and working with Johnny, who runs Click Gaming. Uh, huge props to them for, for allowing me to have this platform to, to talk about our program. So um, really excited to be here and, and jazz to, to wrap with you guys tonight. Yeah, for sure. And, uh, you know, yeah, we're excited uh, to have you. Uh, whenever we seen, because we kind of heard about you already through, as you said, Johnny over at uh, Click Gaming, uh, and he had said that he was working with you guys and, um, you know, doing some stuff for you. And we're like, well, what's this game, Jim? So we went and checked it out. And I told Johnny, I was like, he would be perfect, uh, you know, to get on the show um, because of what you stand for. Now, um, are you a father yourself? I don't think we asked you that in the in the before we started recording. Not yet. I've got, I've got nieces and nephews. Uh, you know, the wife and I are, are trying to get a little bit more established, get a couple things mm -hmm. off the ground, but, but kids are definitely on the way. Uh, but right now I've got all my game gym kids and, and they're plenty, <laughs> plenty for me. Keeping you plenty yeah. busy, right? Exactly. Yeah, you're getting, you're getting experience in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's awesome. Yeah. That's good. Well, um, the first question I wanted to ask you is, uh, kind of how you got into gaming. As far as your gaming experience, um, you know this this esports passion, uh, so to speak. Sure, um, you know I like I think my trajectory in gaming is pretty similar to a lot of people's in our kind of generation. I, I'm I'm 32, just to you know tell you and the people at home, like you know I'm I'm not super young, I'm not super old, I'm I'm right there in the middle. Mm -hmm. um, but you know I grew up with games and they were like around you know I, I wasn't a super huge gamer and um I, I was actually uh more of an athlete like I, I at the time when i was growing up it felt like there was like you were either a gamer or you were an athlete it was like nerds and like jocks yeah. you know kind yeah. of like even more stereotypical and and it was starting to blur when i was in you know middle school and high school and and it's mm -hmm. even more blurred now like i think that you know, all the jock, like if, if you play sports, you also play games and, and the yep. lines are completely blurred now. But, but mm -hmm. at the time, um, you know, I, I dove into sports and, but, but video games were always in the background. You know, if mm -hmm. I was on my way to a, a competition, we'd be playing games on our game boys or game gears or like whatever. Um, you know, we had, you know, playing halo growing up with my college buddies, like just kind of it was always around as part of a community builder, mm -hmm. but not necessarily a, a driving force. I was much more, um, you know, consumed with, with athletics and things like that. Yeah. But, you enjoyed it, but you didn't really take it super serious. There wasn't a yeah. drive behind it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In the same way that I kind of like, you know, now I, I take it much more seriously as things have evolved and things like that. But before it was just like, it was a thing to do with my friends and yeah. it was, you know, we would, talk smack to each other and, and, you know, have a great time and, and, you know, do that. And, you know, we were all athletes, so we're all super competitive too, you know? Oh, yeah. So, um, you know, I think that that's why like, you know, everybody in the NBA, NFL, like all, everybody's super competitive. Like I feel like now plays games and it sucks to lose. Like nobody wants to lose. So, right. Right. Um, it was always super fun to to play with my buddies and and so what ended up happening was i got out of my athletic career i was i was 23 i really didn't have any experience and um i i wanted to work in sports like that was my job like i wanted to figure out how to get into sports and um i didn't really i applied to a ton of different places i didn't get any opportunities to work in sports 
and I got an opportunity to work for a marketing company that was doing some stuff with Geico and, mm, okay. um, and Geico, you know, was involved with sports. So I was like, Oh, cool. Like I'll, I'll use this to get in. Yeah. And, um, and at the time Geico was like, Hey, like what's happening with like the gaming and esports space? Like, is there a way that we can, you know, figure out how to, to, you know, extend our sponsorships and other things to, to this space. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. um, and it was super cool. And, and like, essentially what ended up happening was I was gifted the opportunity to learn for Geico. Um, and, and I got to go to every single gaming event across the country for a couple years. Um, I would, I would go, I would set up events. I would run events for Geico. I would break them down. I'd bring them to the next city. And, um, and it was such a cool opportunity and give me a really clear vision of the landscape. So my experience in gaming like was pure by chance. And I got, I got such a, a lucky position. And then I got, uh, backed by a great company that wanted to get into esports and was willing to like, um, you know, invest in their future by investing in me learning more. Right. Um, that's right. Cool. Which was like, come on, like how, how many yeah. times in, in, you know, yeah, that's like once in a lifetime right there. Yeah, dude. So, I, I mean, I feel like I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be because I had these wonderful opportunities and I had these wonderful opportunities cause they just aligned up perfectly. So, yeah. um, my, my, um, you know, my experience in gaming, like I said, it's, it's always been there, but like all this stuff, you know, I feel very lucky that I, I'm in the position that I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. You know, you were, you had mentioned earlier about, uh, being, being the jock and, you know, you were in the games, but it didn't really become competitive till later on. I think that's true for me and Ryan both are in that, we're at that 32 age range, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that's true of our generation. It was kind of, you know, we all grew up with, if you were going to get together and play with your buddies, you took the consoles and you landlined it if you could. Or you just had a bunch of people over and had a party, you know, and right, we're competing yeah. like Halo exactly. or, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, we didn't have the the whole online scene, you know. It was like esports wasn't really a, a thing at that point, at least not from our knowledge. Right. Uh, so it's it kinda, probably existed to an extent. We just didn't. It wasn't there enough for us to lay our hands on it. Yeah. Know, to dig our teeth in. Yeah. 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 It yeah. also had like a negative connotation at the time. Like I remember like for me, one of my first like earliest kind of memories of all this was like um, Columbine and, and Columbine to me, it was like these kids were listening to Marilyn Manson and Eminem and then playing doom. And that's why this happened. Like I right. remember like the news presented it to us as like, Oh yeah. What, Dude, what were they listening to? What video games were they playing? Like, mm -hmm. you know, this is the reason why these kids had issues. Right. And, um, and, and I think it's taken and, and will take decades to kind of help reeducate people about gaming and that it's not associated with these things. And I mean, it doesn't help that every time we have a mass shooting, the president or other people get online and, and, and blame it on video games when they're clearly not the video games every every country in, a, in in the world has access to the same games but we're the only ones that have mass shootings it's right it's, it's a it's an american problem it's not a games problem yeah well and, and on the flip side of that they they uh there's no statistic that shows that because of the game they're playing it's just showing that or uh it's just showing that the people who are doing the mass shootings happen to play these games but in all reality people of their age group 80 percent of them play the game 
So it's a very right. skewed, you know, you can't even go, okay, well, this is why. It's just like, well, everybody's playing the games nowadays. It's like back in the day, if that didn't exist, you could go, yeah, they did this because of basketball. You know, totally. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think you you bring up a really good point, man. Like the other side of it and and is like that video games are and can be an escape. Mm-hmm. And like, if you feel powerless in life, you can be a superhero in a game. And if right. you, maybe you can't walk in this real, in real life, but you could fly in this game. Like it's incredibly empowering. And, um, you know, one of the things that we talk about with our game gym kids is like, why do you play? Like, why are you playing right now? And I think that that question is really important to ask yourself. Like, are you playing to get better? Are you playing to like, you know, boost your self-esteem? Are you doing this or that? Like, it, it's important to ask that question because I think that um, it's okay to escape from the world from times, but a lot of these negative, you know, situations happen because you escape from the world and then you don't come back to it. You know, right. you didn't learn uh, to cope. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and look, one of the things, and, and this is, you know, not to, you know, not to promote my company right here, like too hard, but like no, one of good. the reasons why like, game gym exists is that we don't have coaches for esports. Um, you know, most people who grow up playing games, um, they don't like, unless you have an older brother, older sister, or parent who's like, yeah, you learned on your own hard knocks. Exactly, dude. Exactly. Like you learned on your own and some of us did it. Okay. And, and we're able to make it out. Okay. And, and some of us ended up in really dark places, you know, and my dad couldn't even pick up a controller. You know what I mean? Yeah, (laughs) man. Well, well, I just mean about, I just mean about like, if you're already struggling with life, Mm -hmm. you know, it's very easy to, to dive into this thing and, and kind of get even more, uh, distracted or disillusioned or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I think that like, um, one of the things that I I'm, incredibly proud of and 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 just a simple very simple basic service that game gym and and you guys and other people provide is that hey man if you're in this gaming world you're not in it alone and, right. and right. there's great resources like your podcast there's great people like like game or, or great companies like game gym and click gaming that are looking out for people that are trying to provide you know a positive gaming experience for people and uh and i think that like those those things are so like very, very new in this scene and mm-hmm. it's going to take years, you know, click gaming puts good vibes into the world. Game gym puts good vibes in the world, but it's going to take time for those good vibes to like materialize and mm-hmm. like, yeah, for the mentorship effect. Exactly. So yeah. now I'm going to pause wow. you real quick Go ahead, and man. say, we want to hear all about the, uh, the ins and outs and why you're doing what you're doing. But we all we all got kind of excited and we got ahead of ourselves. I want to know. I want to know still how you got there. We interrupted you part way, and then we got. I understand because this is your passion. So yeah. we start talking about all this. The same thing for us. But I want to know. Uh, you were you were at the stage where uh, they were pouring some money into you, and you said this was you're right where you need to be. This was kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity. How did that evolve to this idea of game gym? I don't want to miss that piece. If that makes sense. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so to me, like, I, I got a, I got a really wonderful opportunity. I think it's a very rare opportunity. I feel incredibly blessed to have, have had the opportunities that I had. And, and what it did was it, it showed me where esports was currently, which was very, very top heavy. It was incredibly focused on the pro scene. You know, the collegiate oh, yeah. scene was, was, you know, starting to, to come to fruition. The high school scene was, was, you know, 
I mean, even now is still like struggle, like attempting. Yeah, it's almost to nothing. Still. It's still kind yeah. of out there trying to develop. Exactly. Really you got a- companies like Play Versus and National High School Esports Association and like these guys doing wonderful work, like like helping to kind of spread the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, it's still it's still super new. Like that's, you know, I think Play Versus is a year too old and and you know, these other companies are yeah, I mean, esports is just very new still too. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I just had this very awesome opportunity and and what I did was um, it, it allowed me to take a look at the landscape and say, all right, well, where are people focusing and where can I focus? Like what is an underserved demographic? And mm-hmm. what I realized was that there's in my community specifically, and I think that this is like, you could probably extrapolate this out to Oklahoma and Seattle and, and probably, you know, Mexico city and, and, you know, every other place in, in the country or in the world. But, um, you know, there's three underserved demographics. You have the kids who like this stuff and don't know how, like we said, there's no coaches, there's no guidance. Um, the kids are underserved. Right. You have the parents who are completely lost. Like, yeah, they got no clue what's going on. None dude. And and with the best of intentions too, like Mm -hmm. a lot of parents, Mm -hmm. like they, they just don't get it. Yeah. Um, and I, I would then, I would say too with uh, with the kiddos it, there's that age uh, that age uh, that butting of the head age wise right a kid gets online to play the adults don't want to play with them right totally get out of the group and so even totally. then they're looking for someone to teach them online right and you have a very small fraction of adults who are even willing to have a game with a kid you know in, right. in, in the You're matchup, totally right. That makes sense. Well, it's like, it's like, Hey, I've got, you know, an hour and a half, two hours of gaming that I can fit into my week. Like, mm-hmm. do I really want to take it? Like, you know, sucking with a poor teammate, you know, like, you know, <laughs> right. like, no, like I want to, I want to win, you know, I want to win right. for those three, four games that I get to play. Mm-hmm. But like this and what game gym focuses on is more about the education. And, and we are really interested in, um, you know, not teaching you how to game because literally there's a billion tutorials on how to teach you the game. Um, Mm -hmm. what we are really focused on is how to help you practice, um, in the same way that like you guys know that like, if you write your fitness workout, you're not going to be that jazzed about it. But if I work, write your fitness workout, you're going to work a little bit harder at it. Like it, it's just, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's just like something that happens when you have a coach and a mentor or Mm -hmm. a guide. The same reason people pay for a trainer when they go to the gym. Exactly. Exactly. It's that accountability. There's something motivating. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. You're fully capable of doing these things. It's just that it's nice to have somebody else. Like we're, we're community animals, you know, like we want to be together. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I, I personally, like I'm, I feel incredibly lucky that I got to, um, put these two things together, which was like gaming that was always in the background and then sports, which I like love and has been my passion and like competition. I think like brings out the best in, in people. And, and I think that, um, there's a bunch of gamer kids who don't grow up in like a traditional sports atmosphere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think that one of the things, and one of the reasons why I I've been able to be successful is I grew up in a traditional sports atmosphere. Mm-hmm. So how can we give that to our gamer kids? And that right. is like, you know, kind of the crux of, of game gym is kind of combining these two worlds that I, I, I lived in, which was video games and sports 
And then how could we bring it to the community level? Um, mm -hmm. You know, well, it's like I, me. I, I hire guys sometimes for our company that'll be young, maybe 17, sometimes 16, but 17 to 19 is fairly often. Uh, some of these guys will be, you know, they don't really, they haven't had a job. They've been in between getting out of school or some of them have dropped out of school or whatever, but mm -hmm. they're like, uh, they're really good at games because that's all they do because they have time to play. <laughs> and, but they've never thought of it at all as a sport. It's kind of like, you know, they're just gamers and they're just in this mindset of, you know, well, you know, there is no structure or there is no, hey, like even, even the idea of let's practice, that's not really even there to like really mm -hmm. push my skills. And so when I say, hey, why don't you, you know, start this practice regiment and maybe look for some little tournaments, you got nothing to lose right now, you're young, go see if you're any good. It's like, what are you talking about? Can you just do that? We can just <laughs> go. They don't have any clue. And so that's no, where these things right. like you guys are coming in and going, hey, uh, we want to make this a real thing that people grasp. They right. don't just fall into that gamer quotation. You know what I mean? But they actually realize this is something that you can really dive into and grab hold of. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Yeah. You really got to work on people that are, you know, don't know about it just to get mm -hmm. them out there. And, and, you know, um, I have some cousins that are in their, um, mid twenties and they're great at Fortnite. And I'm like, guys, why don't, you know, we're connected with these people that have these online tournaments. Why don't you go and, and try, you know, mm -hmm. get out there and just see what it's all about, you know? It's hard, man. I think a lot of people struggle to transition from casual to competitive. Mm -hmm, you know, like mm -hmm. it's, a lot of people think they're good, but like, um, you know, one of the, the there's two things that we I've seen is that there's that issue is that like I, I'm casual, but I'm not competitive. And then there's the other issue of like, um, I want to be competitive, but I'm treating it like casual. I'm not willing to put in the work in the same way that I would like you know, right. shoot free throws for hours if I was right. playing basketball. Right. Yeah, yeah, a real regiment to build your skill set. I was exactly. just, it's, it's funny, I was exactly. just thinking about, because those same cousins will go play uh, tag football with a yeah, big group totally. of people in the community, and they're all about that kind of stuff. So it's like, uh, you know, sometimes it's like, man, if you can, if you can get up and go do that, you know, because I'm lazy, I ain't going to go do that. <laughs> but you know if you can do that man you might as well just you know and that's kind of the whole deal is like these tournaments you know you don't have to be pro elite pro level but it's definitely you know it's a good place to go practice and see kind of where you're at you know that's a really good point i think that like right now because the industry's so new there it feels like the only scene that exists is the pro scene mm -hmm. yeah that's and how they feel Exactly. And I think that like, you know, for us, and I think that one of the, the benefits of like a company like Click or a company like Game Gym is that you guys are focused on your community in Oklahoma. We're focused on our community in Maryland. And like, those are underserved communities. Like, mm -hmm. you know, what you provide for your community is such a needed service. And, and, and I feel like we do the same thing. And, and like, those are things that I, I'm incredibly proud of. And also like, you know, it's wide open. Like we're, I, I would love other people to join us in the pool. Um, you know, like think about how many soccer basketball programs are in Oklahoma city or Oklahoma or like whatever, you know, like probably hundreds. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's, there's probably two or three esports companies like right. get in the pool, man, like yeah. help us out. Like <laughs> the, the more that you guys join us, the more that we have tournaments, the more that we have, you know, competitions, the more that we can, you know, 
everybody loves an opponent. Like I, I would love a rival gaming center to, to create a uh, uh, like friendly rivalry with, but like it just doesn't exist really in Maryland yeah. yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just, you know, we're super new, but I think that like, just to loop it back to what we were talking about, you know, there's so many opportunities and, and um, the main thing that I think that you could do for esports in your community is figure out what's happening in your esports community and then from there, you could figure out how you could fill your the niche. You mm-hmm. know, like, like for example, like in DC, um, they tried to st- throw a Street Fighter event, and it was a huge failure, like a gigantic failure. It was embarrassing how many people were there. Mm-hmm. Um, and but but I could have told you that it was going to be a failure before because we didn't have a Street Fighter scene. Nobody fostered it. We didn't have any esports events mm-hmm. like developing that <laughs> scene. And actually. Maryland has a huge Smash Bros scene. Mm. We have Super Smash Con, which is the largest Smash event in the world. We have VGBC that's located in Maryland and Xanadu, which is one of the premier Smash uh, 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 like event um, organizers in the country. Mm-hmm. Like if you know DC, you should be throwing a Smash event. Right. And I think that that's like one of the things that like, you know, struggles for, or is a struggle for people is that like esports are, are different, they're regional, and you can't sit there in LA and New York or, or wherever and design a program and cast it across the country and be like, oh, this works for Oklahoma and Maryland and LA mm-hmm. and all the same, mm-hmm. like scenes are different. So yeah. um, I think that's why like local esports and what you guys are doing and what we are doing um, has so much value. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. You know, that's kind of like that thing we've talked before about mobile gaming. You know, out here in Oklahoma, we're rural. Even in our cities, we're still pretty spread out, and everybody's driving, right? So mobile gaming out here is kind of like a new thing of, oh, that's gaming. But in a city atmosphere, like New York City, a place like that, oh, yeah, everybody uh, you know, mobile uh, games. Yeah, mobile gaming is a big deal because most of the time when you're commuting in the subway or wherever, you're on, you know, you want to do something, right? So it's bigger there than it would be here. So yeah, like you said, I'm sure it's uh, very similar to games, you know, in the same way. 100%, man. I would never come, like if we started Game Gym Oklahoma, I would never sit there and, and tell you what to do. I would ask you what to what I do, you know, like, mm-hmm. you know, you're seen better than I do. I'm not going to come mm-hmm. in and be like, oh, like, we're going to do this and this and this. I'd be like, no, dude, what's your scene like? What do you guys do? What do you guys, you know, what, what's super popular here? What are people driving for it? And how can we support that? Right. And I think that um, a lot of people coming into the esports scene do this thing where they're like, hey, we're going we're gonna to do a tournament or we're going to do this or we're going to do that or, or we're going to, you know, blah, 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 like whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And personally, I'm, I'm a big fan of invest in the people who are already doing it. Maybe like mm-hmm. make their prize pools a little bit bigger, help them out, get their news out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then whenever you eventually do decide to throw your event or your organization, like whatever, whatever you want to do, you have the backing of your community because you supported the community. Mm-hmm. And right. that's like, yeah. like the thing that like corporations and like a lot of people I think are struggling with because esports is online. Um, it doesn't feel like you have a community. And that's why Game Gym is so focused on like our community is the DMV. Mm-hmm. And now because of Johnny, our community is now the DMV and Oklahoma. And we just hired a a, 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 a guy out of Austin. And now our community is DC, 
Oklahoma and Austin. And so like, you know, to me, it's, it's like, it's all about creating that community. And I think that it's the most important thing that we can do in our industry, because it's going to be the thing that gives, gives it validity. You know, Um, it's funny. You mentioned that. And the idea just hit me of like, you see um, these video games that we play, for instance, and you talk about a gaming community, um, and you're, you're talking about this. I, I'm a big Blizzard guy. I play a lot of Blizzard games. Nice. One of the things in the last couple of years that has been the struggle is Blizzard had built this community around their games, right? And they communicated with their 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 gamers. Mm-hmm. And so you have this very passionate group of, of gamers. Uh, and now that the company has become bigger, they've partnered with, you know, Activision. Um, there's been some choices they've made that have angered the community. And there's been... Um, certain game mechanic choices they picked that maybe the community doesn't exactly agree with. And sometimes they feel like they're not heard. Um, so it just kind of goes with that. Like what you're saying is when you invest in your community, when you're doing the things for your community, you're going to, you're going to get, uh, get it back, you know, tenfold in a way. But, uh, it's just kind of funny you said that. And then I'm thinking of kind of how these gaming companies work too, in the same way that when they were small, they were more, I think, better at investing in their communities um, and in their followers. And as they've gotten bigger, I think that that has been a struggle for them in that case. I mean, I, I totally dig that, man. Like, and also like, look, at the end of the day, like if you're McDonald's and you originally made great burgers, but now you're McDonald's and you're making a billion dollars, <laughs> it's like a different, it's a, it's different, a different goal, thing. you know? Right. Um, and I think that a lot of gaming companies start off with wonderful ideals and goals and things like that. Mm-hmm. And I think that along the way, um, you know, you, you have to, I, I wouldn't say compromise, but, but update or pivot, you know, mm-hmm. based on, you know, what, what the world, you know, who knows what COVID's throwing at your company or this or that. Like, I, I just, there's so many variables, but I think that gaming gives a ton of people a lot of ability to pivot and and do all these different things and um the i personally think that like you know the best thing we could do is put our information our our games everything out there and then let people and and the world kind of like decide um not only if it has value but like you know the 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 main thing is that people will respond and and if you have or sorry i'm struggling to like articulate this but if you invest in the community the Mm -hmm. community will invest in you and if you are able to to push you know uh the endeavors and and everything that that your community is driving forward they will get behind you as you're pushing whatever it is that you're trying to push for Mm -hmm. and and that's actually that's the main thing i want to try to say that's yeah. a little bit of a newer concept because uh, since since um, you know your online media such as Facebook and all this stuff has exploded, the main thing most companies have bid onto is how do we make sales, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of just, it's just what it is. Where how do we use this platform to advertise to make a sale? Well, what's happening is there's a shift right now from just making sales to really it's branding which is mm-hmm. what it used to be back in the day. Branding was, it was everything. And then that's kind of faded away a little bit. And it was all about uh, what they call conversion rates, right? Well, now we've got this new push of no, just put yourself out there, you know, mm-hmm. get, get involved, be part of it. And, and then you're going to actually build a brand around who you are 
And then those people are going to want to invest back in you because the whole idea of the community is actually starting to win out over just paying for ads, if that makes yeah. sense. And so that idea of, yeah, you know what, this is something we care about. Yes, we're going to make money on it later. Um, that's fine. It's like when we had Johnny on, he was talking about when the military, uh, the army, I think it was, had contacted him and said, hey, we worked with these guys over here. They screwed us. What would you charge us to, to redo this tournament? And Johnny was like, well, let's just do one. Buy me lunch and we'll see how you like it. Yeah. <laughs> in, the, in the modern day, that's like, what are you talking about? That's a about? big they no-no just you, in, in corporate Yeah, they just business. offered you four grand to do a tournament or whatever it was, you know, mm -hmm. and you said, let's do it for free. That doesn't make any sense. Of course it does. Because mm -hmm. he's saying, well, hey, I know it's going to speak for itself what we're doing here. And you're going to see that I care about the community and that I'm part of this. And then let's go on from there and see what we want to build. Yeah. If that makes sense. And totally. that's, that is a a newer way of doing things, but it is, I think the up and coming way to really build a brand and awareness mm -hmm. around who you are and what you're about, because it's, it's not, I'm not here for a sell. I'm actually here to add value for free. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you things. I'm going to help you with things. And then if you see that I'm someone that's worth using in the future, you're going to join my, uh, you know, crew or whatever you want to call it. You're going right. to join my cause. And that's a really good point, man. And I think that that's, that's something that we're seeing is really developing some of these companies nowadays is, is almost, you know, the branding of their cause, what they're about, mm -hmm. um, which is, I want to make sure we get that um, from you kind of a, a quick breakdown before the interviews over, which I don't know how close we are to that. We might be a little bit. I want to make sure we don't skip like a, at the end, kind of a, a little bit of a breakdown of what do you call it? If you could run down to our dads, right? Because our dads are out there going, what, what is this, you know, for my kids? Mm -hmm. They've got kids there growing up. What is it that this guy does specifically and why you do it? If you can kind of bundle that up, not yet, but keep that in mind as we're talking and then we'll do a little, a little, you know, oh, yeah. almost like a little advertisement. We're, we're going to plug you. We're going to, we're going to plug you. It's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I, I appreciate it. I think that like one of the main things that I want, like all the dads, I guess at home and, and on your podcast to realize is that we're all the same, man. Like we're all one, this is new. Like no mm -hmm. one, and, and like I, I'm, I'm a, I'm, you know, I'm putting it in quotes. You can't see me. I'm an expert in the space, but <laughs> I, I'm new to this, and everybody oh, yeah. is new. Like, yeah. League of Legends is the most popular esport in the world, and it's barely ten years old. Yeah, Overwatch is the probably next biggest, and it's five years old. Mm -hmm. um, Valorant after that isn't even out, and it's probably the next biggest. <laughs> you know, like yeah. it, 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 like this, this industry, and and I think that like. One of the things that I, I love and totally respect about Johnny is that he's been in this industry through a ton of different forms. Like he mm -hmm. was in it when it was it was new. He was in it when it was forming. And then he's going to be in it when it has formed and, and solidified more. And um, I, I think that there's people like Johnny in the world. And, and I hope, you know, I, I, I want to be like him in the sense that like he – you know, is willing to give people things for free, um, as you said earlier, because they get a great experience and then they join the scene. You yeah, know, they mm -hmm. buy mm -hmm. into it more because they had a wonderful experience through Johnny, having a great, uh, you know, tournament with Click Gaming or Game Gym or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. You know, like to me, like that's that's like a, a true mentor in the esports space. Like that's mm -hmm. an OG. You know, like that's the ice ice cube of, of esports right. right there, yeah. you know? Right. Um, and I think that like um, as a parent, you know, I, I, I nobody's going to sit, you know, I'm talking to the parents of the crowd now. Nobody's going to 
you know, sit there and say that this is an easy thing to do. Like it's not. Um, mm-hmm. But I personally feel that like as a parent, your job is to get involved regardless of what your, t- your kid is into. Like if your mm-hmm. kid's into the tuba, you get into the tuba. Right, kids yeah, right. theater, I love that freaking tuba. You know, yeah. Like if you, if your kid's into theater, you get into theater. If your yeah. kid's into esports, you get into esports. And And if not, you are not doing a great job as a parent. Like I agree. It, to mm-hmm. me, like, I, I think that like your kids will tell you what they love and, and like their passions and your job is to support them and help and guide them in that passion. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that like esports is one of those things that has been vilified and kind of looked down on as like video games don't serve value. And I think that what click gaming, what you guys, what I'm trying to say is like, whoa, whoa, whoa gaming does have value. Mm-hmm. Um, it's important to, to do it within context. Like I'm a gamer, but like, I, I love to camp. I love to like mm-hmm. go outside. Like yeah, I love sports. Here. Like we hunt, we fish, know. we do all the other stuff too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, one of the craziest things I always have when everybody's like, Oh, like NBA 2k, I would never not watch LeBron James to like play NBA 2k. And it's like, dude, nobody's asking you to do that. Like right. your right. video game playing does not take or, or shouldn't cut into your, uh, you know, TV watching. And, um, you know, like you should totally be able to enjoy LeBron James as a character in the video game, as well as a human Mm -hmm. being in Mm -hmm. real life. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, they're not, they're not, uh, exclusively honorable. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And and also like parents need to cut themselves some slack. Like I, I I personally, like, I, I, like if, if, if anything I said was aggressive earlier in terms of like, you got to get into this blah, 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 like. No, the no, main the, no. the main thing is that like for me, I want parents to get into the pool with us. You know, mm-hmm. it's one thing to like sit there and take your kid to the pool. It's another thing to like get wet with them and like mm-hmm. you know like you know mess around and play Marco Polo. Like those are well, two different things. That's yeah. right. That's right. And here's and, an interesting dynamic that that makes it actually. I've I've uh, met people and talked to listeners, and we we get this this thing where parents they don't want to admit it right? Because they are, um, they're adults, right? You want, you don't want to admit peer pressure matters as an adult, Totally. but what happens is they're like, you know what, Ryan, I'm all for gaming, but how do I explain that to my friends that are into gaming, that we're going to gaming tournaments with my kid. And it's almost like this vibe where they're being judged. You know, if they were to put a post on, if they were put a post on Facebook saying, you know, Hey, we gamed all weekend, had some great training, won a tournament, People almost like, like, what the freak are you doing with your life? Why didn't you go camping? You know, they <laughs> right. might get some kind of a response like that. And dads and stuff are actually, they actually hold back from joining into that stuff because they're nervous that this is really not accepted by society. Does that right. make totally. sense? Yeah. Which is a, we- a weird thing to even think about, but it's real. That's really going on out there. And that's the kind of thing where we really want to take a whack at that shell and oh, crack yeah. it off, you know? And it always, you know, the the whole argument about games and, and violence with kids and things like that. You mentioned the pool analogy, and this is great. If you're a parent mm-hmm. that's involved with your kid, you can assess where your kid's at. If your kid has some mental illness going on, they got some issues, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it may not be so good to let them go into a violent game. You know, you set those right. parameters and help them with that. You don't just say, here's the game about you. Don't go. Right. 
you know, recreating that, that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not you into know, gaming, so I'm not going to pay attention it, at all to the fact that you're on there cussing kids out all right, day. Right, right. You it's, know what I mean? It's like the pool yeah, analogy. Totally. You're not, you're not going to just take your kid and throw them in the deep side. Right. I mean, I think back in the really day, they analogy. did. But... <laughs> you know, like, I think that's a great analogy. And I think that, like, you know, the issue is that um, parents don't know what the deep end is. Mm-hmm. You know, parents no. don't no know how far the deep end is, how deep the deep end is. And and if I'm a parent, like I'm worried about my kids swimming in 10 feet, you know, mm-hmm. like I, I, I know that, right. but like the internet is like thousands and thousands of feet. <laughs> oh deep. yeah. And, you know, like it, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's this whole, it's this whole crazy world that you can get sucked down. Mm-hmm. And, and because of that, like, to me, like if you're at the pool, you can be a parent and like toss your sunglasses on and take a nap for an hour and know that the lifeguards are looking going to look out for your kids and this right. and that. Mm-hmm. But like when it comes to gaming, like your kid needs your help. Like oh, yeah. if, if your kid gets rocket league and then is like, Oh, I'm going to play this without you. Like you should be playing rocket league with your kid. There's no way to help your kid regulate something. If you don't understand it. Mm-hmm. And if you don't understand it, you can't regulate it. And mm-hmm. And those are, really really vital vital things and i i you know all the parents at home who think that they can't do it one of the things that i want them to realize is that um gaming is the same as typing you have to you have to like train your brain to create those neural pathways so your like your finger your brain can tell your fingertips where to go in the same way that you can type without looking at it mm-hmm. and the only way you can do that is by doing it a bunch of times. Like I remember when I was in, you know, elementary school and I had to type the the brown fox jumps over the lazy dog or like whatever the, the stupid sentence was like a billion times right? until I knew where to put my fingers. And, and I think that like, you know, parents are going to be like, oh, well, I don't understand the controller. I don't understand mouse and keyboard or blah, blah, blah. But like, yeah, like, of course you don't. You've, you've never yeah. done it before. Yeah, so you're like, not trying. Give yourself, yeah, give yourself the months, the weeks, the mm-hmm. time that it would take to to understand these things. Like, it's okay that you're not, you know, like a gaming wizard. Like, right. it's totally fine. But we respect, and and as gamers, and I guarantee your kids will respect the fact that you're trying. Oh yeah, and that you're there, and that's like more than anything. Mm-hmm. Well, with my daughter, you know, she's three, about to turn four at the end of July, and she really likes coloring. And so I told my wife, I said, you know, when she gets a little bit older, um, I'm thinking about doing some drawing lessons with her, you know? Yeah, that's just, exactly. That's just trying so to learn cool. it together yeah. because, that. you know, I think it's neat. We can become yeah. little artists together. Now, I how, don't know that I'll ever get to, be... I don't know that I'll ever get to her level, but at least she no. would have that memory of dad trying to do it with her. Right. Yeah. You get involved <laughs> enough that you understand what's going on. It's like, mm-hmm. I, you know, if I'm talking to a dad and he's acting like, uh, Hey, you know, I just don't, you know, I'm just not into the game thing. Oh, were you into dancing when your daughter started ballet? Shut exactly. up. You know what, I mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? And I guarantee two years in, if you're serious and you're a good dad, you're going to be pumped that she nailed that pirouette. Mm-hmm. And two years mm-hmm. ago, that's you my daughter. Know what a pirouette was. <laughs> but <laughs> if you decided that you don't care about gaming, you'll never know what a no scope is. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, you'll never know that your kid just, just did a uh, freaking jumping no scope and <laughs> killed this guy at two miles away. And you're not going to be pumped about it. And your kid's never going to get the proper praise or appreciation mm-hmm. that they would get if they were in another sport when it should really be the same way. You don't have to be a pro with them. 
Right. But you should you should be there and understand what's happening. I yeah. agree with that one hundred percent. And it's natural. It's natural yeah. if you don't put a block in your mind to go. You know, gaming is just not my thing. And like I said, that would just be done with any other sport. Who who would say that about their kid? You know what yeah. I mean? Singing is just not my thing. Nobody would say that. But yeah. gaming right now they do. You know, yeah. and that's I want to see that gone. Yeah, for sure. Now uh, I had some other questions. I wanted to dive a little deeper into game, Jim. Um, because I, whenever I went to the website and just kind of did my own research here, I was very impressed. Uh, you know, I went into it knowing that you're doing gaming, uh, tournaments and that you did game coaching because, you know, we had talked to Johnny about it. Uh, but Mm -hmm. when I, when I went in deeper, got into the meat of game gym, I was very impressed. Uh, the first thing I wanted to ask, um, you have here that, uh, you have the best local league of legends, overwatch and smash brothers coaches. Uh, I was just going to briefly we could go over it real quick um of your choices of those games was that more because of popularity in your area or was it more of these are more age appropriate kind of uh you know over a over a wide age range so to speak yeah i think um so one is definitely age appropriate like we are targeted at at kind of middle school high school people and our consumers are both kids and parents so we got to mm-hmm. make sure that everybody buys into what we're doing Gotcha. Mm-hmm. The other thing is that those are the the esports that have structured leagues and and opportunities that some of the other esports don't. So mm-hmm. um, for folks at home, like every esport is a video game, but not every video game is an esport. And Correct. and right. um, you know the 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 way that Game Gym makes our distinctions is that we teach lessons, we teach classes, we build camps around the games that have structures that could support future careers. Gotcha. So um, Overwatch, you know, has an Overwatch league. O- league of Legends and, and Overwatch actually are run on the franchise model. And mm-hmm. both of those leagues employ hundreds of people as um, general managers, team managers, mm-hmm. creatives, um, all kinds of, you know, different jobs. Right. Um, versus other other esports that can't support those um, right. ecosystems it's, it's not that they don't want to yeah exactly mm-hmm. it's not that they, they would i'm sure that they like they would love to but not every esport is created equal right and, they're not right. there um, exactly so and that, not so... every esport is like the big four in terms like don't think of esports as the big four in terms of sports esports is going to be much more dynamic esports are going to come and go um, mm-hmm. We're going to have four major sports, hockey, baseball, basketball, soccer, or, uh, football. And then I guess you could toss soccer in there as the fifth. Um, but like, you know, esports are going to have hundreds of like successful different esports things. Over yeah. the mm-hmm. Now, now to, to clarify there too, when you're saying these games are uh, pillars in the esports, as far as uh, they're established, uh, they have a system to them. You're also talking about like a game uh, that would just, uh, you're kind of separating it between, hey, these are prize tournament games, and this is actually career games um, as well, correct? Yeah, so so one of the things, like, for example, Fortnite. Fortnite is a competitive game, but the way that it's positioned in our space is more as entertainment. There mm-hmm. is not a Fortnite, you know, championship league, World Cup, World Tour um, they have events, they have championships. I'm, I'm sure 
you know, parents in the, in the crowd, some may be mm-hmm. aware that like some kid won $3 million by playing mm-hmm. Fortnite. Yeah. They have um, big tournaments and stuff. It just doesn't have the structure behind it. Exactly. That really needs to, it to be its to own league and sport. That. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if they change that in the future, we're happy to invest our, like the, the thing that I'm really focused on. And as an athlete, I think this really, um, you know, is why I, 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 you know, value this is that I had four years in college. I had four years in high school. Those were my competitive years. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to push somebody towards a Fortnite league that doesn't exist. I'm not mm-hmm. going to push mm-hmm. people towards a Valorant scene that I don't know if it, if it's really going to be as good as everybody says it is. Right. Yeah, so like for me, exactly. So for me, the Overwatch league exists. League of Legends exists in a franchise mm-hmm. model. Super Smash Bros got wrecked by covid but they just announced the smash world tour those mm-hmm. are things that like i'm happy to push our kids towards because mm-hmm. i understand that there's an ecosystem that exists um mm-hmm. beyond the developer yeah like that's the thing because at the end of the day the developer is making money the developer is the one make like everybody's like oh who's making money in esports it's not me it's not Johnny. It's not the mm-hmm. local TO, you know, mm-hmm. it's the developer, man. Like these right. guys are the ones making money. So um, what we do and, and, and how we build things is for passion and, and the hope that we can make money off of it someday. Yeah. Um, but the developers are the ones really making money. And because of the, the, the ecosystems that they create, that's how we determine um you know, where we put our energies and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. A simple, a simple word to use for it is opportunity for the dads mm-hmm. out there listening and exactly. moms out there listening. Your kid, if he's trained up in these specific sports that game gym is doing, there's higher opportunity for them as they get better they can than there is avenues. if they're doing something like Fortnite for right now, right. at least. Right. Like exactly. he's saying, that's the whole point. It's not, it's not forever. It's just right, right now. And, mm-hmm. and esports is so dynamic that like maybe Fortnite gets his act together and, and puts out a pro league. Like mm-hmm. I see, like, I think that a Fortnite PGA tour style event where you mm-hmm. take a hundred of the best players and you put them on tour in, you know, DC, Boston, Miami, Atlanta, Chicago, Oklahoma, Austin, you like, and then the cream rises to the top over the t- at the end, and then you have your championship, just like the PGA does for the mm-hmm. Masters. Yeah. And and the best player doesn't win all the time. It's just who who was best on that day, and yeah. and that's what Fortnite is. And if they did something like that, hell yeah, man! Like I mm-hmm. am down to all point my it. kids towards that. Yeah. Um. But right now they've not done that. Like at this point, the 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 avenue into that industry is through the developer, and 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 you know, that is, there's less avenues there than there are right. um, in the esports world. So, yeah. yep. And then you also have with League of Legends and Overwatch and uh, Smash Bros too, because it's a team, but you're getting that team, uh, that team building aspect to it too, of communicating with others, uh, fighting through those stressful moments, figuring out a plan. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of coordination goes in with, I know League of Legends, I try to play it a few times and it's a, uh, there's a lot to it. It's deep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, totally, uh, totally. But then you guys also uh, have on here that you do health, nutrition, and then uh, gaming. So, I mean, you're not just coaching them up on uh, gaming. You're also doing other aspects. It looks like on here um, with life. We're trying to, man. Um, one of the things that like, I think happens with traditional sports athletes and you see it again and again with, 
you know, NBA, NFL, all kinds of players is that when we get out of our, our athletic careers, Mm -hmm. we are grossly unprepared for traditional work. And Oh yeah. Oh, that's why and... I'm fat. Simple as that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. I got like, I got out of wrestling and I had a whole different mentality of how yeah. life worked and health worked. Totally. And then I was got like, into regular life and was like, oh geez. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna eat, eat what that. I want. I'm not gonna cut yeah. weight anymore. <laughs> Dude, you know, I, I, it uh, worked it, out my it, whole it, life. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, look, you guys get it. Like it is it is incredibly hard. And one of the things that I think like, you know, would be a wonderful resource that we don't really have in sports is like, what do you do when you're done with your esports career? And what are the resources that you have that you can reach out to? Like, is there anybody specializing in what you do after esports? Like, mm-hmm. I don't think so. I can't right. think of anybody. Right. And there's a huge opportunity for anybody listening. Like, if you have those expertise, like, that's the coolest thing about esports is that, you know, this, like, I looked around and I was like, holy shit, like, Nobody from Philly to to Miami is doing what I want to do in 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 terms of like youth training and youth esports and and these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. And I was yeah. like, then it became, wow, nobody's doing it. To how do I do it? And I mm-hmm. think that that's huge. Yeah. One thing that's interesting people don't think about when you have an idea that nobody's doing. There's two things that happen. One, you've got a claim on the market. Two, there isn't a market. you have to create the market exactly Exactly. it creates a very interesting way of having to build your business yeah totally um you know i think that there's there's a bunch of emerging markets right now there's there's you know a ton like you know sports sports betting is a huge one Mm -hmm. um and i think that like you know you only have so many like markets that emerge in a lifetime and and i think esports is one of those and you know with those things you can either choose to to like take a risk, take a gamble and make the jump or mm-hmm. not. And and I, you know, personally I feel as though um I'm incredibly uh happy and and um you know, I couldn't be more proud of my decision to to be scared as hell and also jump into this and like just go best. for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I think I think with COVID, uh all us gamers that have been paying attention have seen that value, right? That thing Mm -hmm. of we were, it was almost like an unsung hero type situation of, Hey, stay home, play games. And then the gaming companies uh, were, you know, putting back into the community with helping with donations for masks. Well, yeah, because they're one of the few companies that are thriving in the middle Mm -hmm, of this. So mm -hmm. they've actually got the money to give back and we've been seeing them give back, which is awesome. And then, and then gaming has this, this amazing thing of, um, all these other events, you know, uh, football, NBA, um, all these things, you know, you have to meet. You have to come together to do the mm-hmm. sport. The beautiful thing about gaming is, yes, they, you can go to an arena and watch an esports event right there live and everybody congregate, but you can also do it online. Um, and that's kind of the beauty of gaming. It, 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 mm-hmm. it can, as long as you have an internet connection, you're good, <laughs> you know? So, oh, yeah. Uh, but also, it looks like you guys do uh, now. Right now, I know with COVID, that's probably changed some things. But um, you do camps for kids. Um, can you tell us a little bit about how your camps work? It says here that you do it summer, winter, spring, uh, during I guess all the breaks and things like that within the school years. Uh, how does that work? Yeah, man. Um, so the way that game gym functions is that we are 
kind of the esports conduit to the community and whether that's through you know a birthday party a summer camp um you know our daily training program like depending on how serious or less serious you want to take it um we're here for you and i think that um excuse me one of the things that we um are really like jazzed about and and mm -hmm. are focused on is um the fact that like our game gym community is here to help you get better mm -hmm. and a lot of people don't realize how important that function is like a lot of these kids are really good at these things and no one is telling them hey man like you're good at this like that has value mm -hmm. right. and i think that like those are huge things that like very very simple things that we could offer to these kids mm -hmm. so um when we build our camps out we're not really trying to like like we're not that that company that's like like think of us more as like average joe's gym than like globo gym yeah um if you look at a bunch of esports you know camp advertisements right now it'll be like hey dude do you want to level up and like you know <laughs> be the best like blah 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 and like we're like hey man like we're average joe's gym if you want to get a little better and like have a great community we're here to support you and like right. that's kind of like our whole vibe um and we we do that whether it's an in-person camp or an online camp and i think that like our our challenge and our struggle um you know this summer specifically um is going to be you know how do we bring our good like game gym vibes where we like get like care about people and you know um you know make a meaningful camp experience right um how do we pull that on like make that online and yep. one of the coolest things is that we've run camps and we've run pilot programs and we have a, a an after school program that we're running currently online and um it's pretty cool because you could still have that like connection you know you yeah, yeah, you end camp and you still have that feeling that like, oh man, I'm going to miss you guys tomorrow. You know, mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that's huge. Like that's that's like what camp is all about. Now, I I I feel very lucky that I get to bring that to my game gym kids. Yeah, that's cool. So with the with the uh, you know, the physical camp, I'm assuming the parents drop the kid off or do they stay with the with the kiddo when they come to your physical location? Yeah, so so most of the time they they just drop them off. Um, our camp is is mainly for middle and high schoolers, so it's kids okay. who you know are, are a little bit older. Yeah, um, they're old enough. Yeah, and and you know our main thing, like we talked a little bit about before, but like our whole thing is like gaming is a part of life. Gaming mm -hmm. is awesome. Gaming is wonderful. We all are gamers, but like it's also a part of life. So you got to develop other skills. You got to, you know, like you should you should develop some other talents like i'm a big proponent of learning how to cook learning how to mm. play an instrument learning how to um you know draw paint like some mm -hmm. other activity because a lot of the challenge that i hear with gamer kids is like okay cool you want me to take a break from the game now what yeah well, what's, what's fun about life outside the game yeah right. like yeah help them learn like that that you know, cooking is a fun activity that you could do with your hands and it's mm -hmm. engaging. And, and not only that, but you know, gamer kids notoriously have bad diets. So if you, um, you know, n have a little bit more control over your diet, you're going to be in a better situation than most gamer kids. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, same thing with, with, um, you know, some of the other things that, that 
that I see out there, like, like health, fitness, nutrition, balance, like these things should be talked, um, you know, with gaming in the same way they are with other sports. Yeah. Um, it shouldn't just be left by the yeah. wayside because it's not a physical sport. And, yeah, I, and, I, I, and I'll tell you, like on the health and nutrition stuff, you're setting up a life, a lifetime of good habits, mm-hmm, you know, exactly. of something to rely on. If there's one regret I have in life is, you know, we didn't really focus on the whole healthy eating aspect of life. We were, we were wrestlers. So you went to tournaments on the weekends, you went to practice three days a week. And then once you're in high school, it was every night. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it was always kind of, let's stop by the taco bueno, or let's stop by the burger joint, grab a burger mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever you could. And, and there never was that aspect of, Oh, I could take a healthy meal mm-hmm. on the way, you know, that kind Yo, of stuff. Wrestle, wrestling, I feel like is one of the toughest toughest sports to kind of like balance reacclimate mm-hmm. yeah exactly. well, in all reality if you were taught a really good diet back then even in wrestling uh you would have competed better right i mean yeah, totally. once you once you go pro or anything in fighting mma or anything like that they're not just out there eating fast food and stuff right, they're not whatever eating they want. Yeah. and so we, we should have been taught that anyways but you're just not you know it's just yeah, it was just not something also, like even even if you were you might have eating fast food anyway yeah, you just true. Didn't have, yeah you just didn't have like yeah you know that guy being like hey i also went through this and like i get it but also right. like hey like don't don't do that yeah um you know the thing i think that when like video games are very much like wrestling and gymnastics and swimming in terms of those like very intense sports mm-hmm. because it's kind of like all or nothing you know oh, yeah. like yeah you're, you're, it's very hard to like half-ass being a wrestler it's very yeah, hard right. like you know, like, like balance, like being in the swimming world, being in the like Olympic sports, it's very, very hard. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, you know, gaming I've seen, um, you know, there's, there's so many reasons, but, but it, 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 it's just, it's very hard to, um, you know, um, equate the things the same. But I think the main thing is that gaming, just like wrestling, just like gymnastics, just like swimming, just like other sports, it could throw your life out of balance. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have the structures to maintain balance and maintain um, a healthy lifestyle, as you get into gymnastics, um, wrestling, esports, mm-hmm. then you're going to you're going to have issues. Mm-hmm. So I think that like one of the things is we have so many resources, maybe not so many, but like more resources for traditional sports athletes. Like if oh, you're yeah, a wrestler, there are people out there. If you're a swimmer, there are people out there. If you're a gymnast, there are people out there. Well, there's way like, more now than there were when we were kids. Like it's, oh, a, totally, it's a known totally. thing now to watch your health and to pay attention to your diet and, and to have a balanced, you know, diet for performance and so you don't crash and uh, you know people were just starting to think about that stuff when mm-hmm. we were in high school um and now it's just like you know plenty of high schoolers that i know now have nutritionists and teams that have nutritionists and stuff like that what they didn't even think? exist yeah what was that no. <laughs> yeah Yo, i but, mean look everybody who's who's uh you know essentially like like 18 now is 25 and anybody who's 13 is 30 like these kids mm-hmm. like they they just they get things they know things mm-hmm. and i think that like they they have access to so much information and so much detail like data that they can see like you know what works what doesn't who's right. doing what what doesn't work blah blah mm-hmm. blah and um you know i think that like 
for us, our job, like, especially, you know, in the gaming world is not to say like, I know how to game better than you. It's not, it's not as much about technique. It's more Mm -hmm. about just being a mentor, you know, like it's more about just having somebody to talk to. If you do have like run into something that is negative or something like that, like, it's not about like, I, I think that like, it's not about you being great. It's about you being a great person. Mm-hmm. And I think that those are things that like we sign our kids up for soccer or basketball. And we know that like sports are going to teach my kids skills like that. And I think that like, what we need to help people understand is that esports can do the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can have Definitely. the same outcomes. Yeah. Now on the camps, on the online camps, it looks like it's split out. It says here that all camps are one week sessions with two to three sessions for each game throughout the summer. So that'd be for your summer camp. Um, that is okay. So yep, on the, on the, on the online, is it a certain time period? Yeah. So, so we're trying to do one a month. So we got a Valorant camp, a Rocket League camp, a couple different camps. We're trying to do one a month. Um, what we do and how our camps are based is we do a kind of skill session in the morning where we work on, um, you know, like everything from life skills, like, you know, how to do an interview to, um, nutrition, health, we stretch. And then the afternoon we do, we do our gaming session. So it's kind of like, you got to eat your veggies before you get your dessert. Okay. Uh, Mm -hmm. But we have these really, I think, really awesome gaming camps. And um, not only do we get better, but we also, like, I, I challenge kids to, like, have meaningful conversations. And um, we're not we're not that camp that's like, oh, we're just going to level you up. We're like the camp that's like, oh, talk to me about your feelings. And, like, mm, right. you know, like yeah. we're trying to, like, have kids, like, you know, join our community and feel like, you know, we could be a, a positive sounding board for them. Yeah. So they're, yeah. so they're really connecting with you rather than just going for a new skill set. Yeah. Exactly. That's really yeah. good. I like that. And I, and I was kind of pulling that information just because, you know, we're going to have parents on here that listen to it if they want their kids to go kind of, you know, know what the, what to expect and then kind of what to expect with the schedule as well um, on that. And of course we'll um, direct them to your website as well to get more, more information. And people um, can sign up for a camp versus uh you know, an ongoing coaching and those are all different things, right? I mean, like, um, in the sense of what they're, what they're signing up for with you guys, what they're going to be paying for, they could say, Hey, we just want to do a camp or they could say, Hey, we want a, a long-term coach to work with our kid on this game. Is that kind of how that works? Absolutely. So okay. we have, we have two main programs right now. We have our camp program. That's like a week of, you know, rocket league or Valorant mm-hmm. or, you know, we have an FPS camp or a Smash Bros camp. Um, and then we also have a a program called Game Gym from Home. And okay. that operates every day, Monday through Friday from four to six. And what we do is we hop on a Zoom call. We get some FaceTime in with our kids. We play a game. And then we hop into like an eSport. And whether that's Valorant or Rocket League or whatever, um, the goal is that we're trying to foster our Game Gym community. Okay. Okay. Um, so, you know, for us, like it's, it's all about fostering the community and, and, you know, we can do it online for now. And then as soon as we can get back to our physical place, we're going to be doing it there too. Okay. That's awesome. So it sounds like they can connect you both ways. Um, you're doing a lot of good. We're very impressed with everything you've told us so far. Oh, thanks. And, And if anybody has any questions, like, 
feel free to shoot me an email. My email is super simple. It's just josh at gamegym.com. And um, whether you're interested in one of our programs or you just need a resource like, you know, is this game appropriate for my kid? Um, I, I My kid is talking about esports, going to esports in college, and I don't know what that means. Like, mm-hmm. you know, we want to be a resource for the, the parents in our community and in the, you know, Maryland, D.C., Virginia region. But like, through your platform, I want to be a resource to people in the Oklahoma and, and, and your region and, and your, your viewers as well. So, mm-hmm. right. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, the main thing is I'm here if you need me and, and I want to be here. Like, so parents listening at home, like you have an ally, you have people who, who can help you out. So don't feel helpless. Oh yeah. That's yeah. cool. That's great. And, uh, if you want to check out, uh, the um, the online tournaments you can check that out over as that battlefy is where you guys are located is that correct yes sir battlefy.com slash game gym esports also check out click gaming because there are homies and johnny is has been such a wonderful resource helping our our online tournaments get going um and also you guys as well give yourselves a <laughs> shout out like yeah, well, thank you <laughs> you guys yeah yeah well and, and just so you guys that are listening this is the uh, game gym is the one we've been talking about along with the click gaming those tournaments if you're not wanting to pay for coaching or pay for any of that kind of stuff right now you just want to give your kids some extra experience those are free almost mm-hmm. all the tournaments that i guess i've seen so far uh and they actually have money prizes even though they're free to enter um and so that's kind of you know if you got a kid who's not sure You'd be like, hey, go try this out. You might win twenty bucks. To a twelve-year-old, twenty bucks is like, you know, that's some that's some cash right there. Right. And oh, yeah. uh, they just jump on there and they play. They lose. They got nothing to lose. It's just going to be a great experience for them. And he's going to be able to connect with some other people that are in the game gym and click uh, community, and they can kind of see what these people are all about. And then you can you can move on from there without having to spend any money and kind of mm-hmm. connect with the community. I, I totally dig that, man. Now, you also have a Discord server, correct? If uh, any of the kids are PC players, yes, are they sir. able to join in yeah. and get updates? Any, whether you're your console, Switch, PS4, PS whatever, like, I don't care. We we would love to have you in our Discord server. Um, one of the things that we are, um, like, really big about is, like, building community. And mm-hmm. we don't care if our community is online, if our community is in the DMV. Um, our goal is to foster community. And we would love for you guys to join our our, our um, Game Gym Discord. You should also join the Click Gaming Discord because um, we are going to be doing tournaments, activities, and all kinds of other things over the next, you know, couple months, couple years. So, mm-hmm. um you know, no, 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 uh, there's no harm in following in, in following us and other, other locals, you know, like the main thing that I think is like, if you're in Oklahoma, follow click gaming. Like if you're in Chicago, like find out what the click gaming in Chicago is, mm-hmm. is like, and follow them. Like that's, mm-hmm. you know, give them some love, give them some, some support because. And I if you're in Chicago and you're the click gaming of Chicago, contact delirious dad's gaming. And- <laughs> We'll have you on as a guest. We'll talk to you about it. Exactly. 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 Great plug, Ryan. I love it. There you go. Hey, it's all about giving love. And and I think that one of the things that I feel very lucky about is that um, you guys give me the platform to to talk about my stuff. And um, we should use our platform to talk about other people doing also awesome Mm -hmm. stuff. Exactly. As y'all pop up, I'm happy to promote you. You know, tag us, Game Gym. 
tag click and we're, we're happy to give you some love too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, before I let you go, I wanted to ask you about the step up series. Uh, is that still going on right now? Is that, uh, yes, sir. That passed? Okay. So you- one of the things that we've realized is that our kids like, and, and, and a lot of people like, you know, you have to have a final exam. You have to have a competition at the end of the season. Like, why do you train if you're, right. if you're not, you know, going to the competition? Yeah. So, um, what we've done is, you know, we've realized that, um, it's tough because esports don't follow the like traditional sports calendar, but right. like kids do. So mm-hmm. like, you know, what we've tried to do is create an end of season event for our season, which are, you know, summer, which is like May to August, um, spring, which is kind of September to December and then and right. then, or fall, which is September, to December, and then spring, which is January to, to May. Okay. Um, and the step up series is our summer kind of kickoff. Like we want you to, um, you know, have a goal. We are actually, you guys are about to announce our very exciting event. We're going to plan an end of summer bash for August 22nd and every 23rd. Okay. It's going to have a rocket league tournament and a Valorant tournament. And, um, we are going to blow it out with our sponsors. We're partnering up with extra life, uh, which is a, a, a charity to support children's hospitals. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I've talked to my employees here and I want to set a goal for like 50 K. Like, I, I think that that's, you know, crazy, but like, it would be epic right. to That'd be that amazing. Level. Yeah. And they're trying to like talk me down to like 25 K <laughs> or something like that. But like, you know, hell, hell, hell no, man. Like, I think yeah. that like our game gym and like our communities, um, you know, have a ton of power. And, and I think that like we could raise 50 K for children's hospitals in DC and Maryland and Virginia. Well, the only way to raise 50k right. is to have a goal for 50k. You know, exactly. and that's that's how that stuff works. Right. Anybody, exactly. anybody in history that had a dream to do something had to dream big to make it happen, right? Exactly. I mean, that's the way it so, is. That's like that's what we're about, and I think that like that's the that's what I want everybody to realize that like that's what Game Gym is about. Like that's mm-hmm. what Click is about. Like we're not about just you know it's not a company to make money. It's a company about passion. It's a company about community. And, um, you know, those are things that, that I think, um, are very prevalent in the sports world mm-hmm. and less prevalent in the esports world. Um, but through podcasts like yours, through companies like click and game gym, um, you know, we are doing it and we're kind of fighting that good fight and, mm-hmm. and I'm yep. really proud to do it alongside you guys. Yeah. That's cool. Well, we, appreciate we appreciate it. it. Do you want to give any shout outs before we uh, let you go? Any shout outs to your I feel, staff? Dude, or... I feel like you guys let me shout out stuff the whole time. Um, <laughs> well, that's what we're all about. We give you the platform and let you, you know. Dude, I, I appreciate that. it. Um, you know, what I'll say is is gamegym.com is our website. Um, Game Gym Esports is our tag across all social. One of the things that I want people to realize is that you have an ally in this. You, If you need a resource, if you need, if you have questions, even if they're, you know, they feel like dumb to you like i don't care man like we're here to help um we understand that this is like a new thing and that esports are you know new and taking esports seriously is new so like don't Mm -hmm. feel bad if you don't understand and that you know the dudes on this podcast johnny at click myself at game gym like we're here to help and and you're not in this alone so um 
that's a big thing to parents and then kids listening. Like if you want to be an esports guy, if you want to be a, a competitor, if you want to be a on air talent, like whatever it is, um, start practicing today. Like there's mm-hmm. no reason why you can't be a mega star, but you got to put in the work. So yeah. you plus time equals success. So keep it up. And the listeners out there too, you know, just, just so you know, this sounds like an advertisement because it is an advertisement. Uh, not, <laughs> not because he's paid us to do an advertisement, but because we, we like what he's doing. And yeah. So he's doing positive things. Same thing with Johnny. When we started working with him, we, we, we're not making any kind of deals or any kind of money off of these guys. We love what they're doing for the community. And so we want to partner up with them in this, if that makes sense. And so mm-hmm. just so you guys know, this is not a, Hey, click on our affiliate link down here. So we can get a piece of the pie when you pay right. game gym. That's not what's going on here. Uh, maybe when we all get huge later down the road, we'll do things like that. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. No, when we all get huge, we're going to, we're going to podcast from Barbados. And there you go. And, and, and you know, whatever, like, it, like, but, but right now, like, you know, we're all fighting the good fight and I'm yeah. happy to fight along with you guys. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, what were you going to say, Clint? My three-year-old came running in. Hold on real quick. You're fired. <laughs> fired. My wife's fired. Uh, so how, how long has Game Jam been um, Game Jam? That's a question so, we didn't ask. So we, uh, we've been in existence for two-plus years. Um, this, this, uh, this August will be our third summer. So, okay. uh, you know, we've been, we've been around the block, but we're still pretty new. And, um, you well, know, that's I, not, you've been in business for three years, but you've been in the esports. Um, I guess you could call it arena, no pun intended, but totally. you've been, you've been in that for, for many more years than three. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I got very lucky and was able to, like we said earlier, like I, I mm-hmm. got a ton of experience doing, doing all the stuff. Um, but yeah, man, I, I, I I've been in this, the industry for a while and, and I feel, um, like I got a lot of great information that allowed me to build this business that now is game gym. And now, um, you know, the, the goal is to make this as successful as possible. That's awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear that. And, uh, you know, in the future you guys do, we, we just mentioned those free tournaments, but you do have um, some bigger tournaments too, or no, I know, I know click does sometimes where it actually does cost to enter and there's bigger prizes. Then he's got some that don't cost to enter that are bigger prizes. What does your scope look like on those, those tournaments that you guys do? Yeah, man. So that, that's a great, a uh, great, uh, question. We have, um, three sponsors that we picked up. We picked up champion. We picked up a company called gamer goo and then HyperX. And HyperX and, and the other sponsors have given us some prizes to, a associated with our tournaments. So starting in June, we're going to be giving away HyperX products for our tournaments as well as some other prizes from our other sponsors. So, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's awesome to get the validity from like the, the legit, you know, brands in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like check out gamegym.com slash battlefy that has all of our tournaments that are online um, all of our online programs are at gamegym.com and you can, and you can see all that stuff there. Well, we're excited to see what comes here in the future. I think, uh, I think both you and uh, click are going to be growing a lot because of just the mentality that you have, the, the idea and heart behind the business uh, goes a long ways. And I think we're going to see that just continue to grow and we're excited to, to be part of it. I appreciate that, man. Like I, I like, I, I, you know, tonight's the first time we we've spoke, but like, I feel like, you know, 
we're homies and and if there's anything <laughs> i could do with you to help you guys out i'm down to do it and and um you know johnny is a a, a homie of ours and and if he's a homie of ours he's a homie of yours and and that yep. kind of thing so yep, for i think sure. that's how the industry the industry works and i'm happy to uh you know be able to have my my circle grow a little a uh, little uh, bigger with you guys tonight. So oh yeah. yeah, well we we appreciate you coming on the show and guys, we'll stay in contact uh, in contact with Josh, get updates on what's going on with uh, Game Gym. Um, shoot, maybe we can get on to a stream sometime uh, when we have time um, mm-hmm. and play with you on something. It'd be great. Would love that, dude. I think uh, you know, keep me posted. I, I love what you guys are doing. I think you have a a really important um, you know, um, platform and, and, and cause. And, and I want to help people in the community and dads and people who, who kind of, you know, are learning about this community and, and please don't feel like you, um, you know, are in this alone. Like you have all of us, you have Clint, you have Ryan, you have me, you have Johnny, like we're here with you, man. Like mm-hmm, we yep. all, we all either have kids or will have kids or have kind of kids like I have at the game gym. And, uh, you know, like, you know, our whole thing is, is trying to help, help people. So, you know, don't feel like you, you, um, you know, you're alone in this and, and whether it's reaching out to, to these guys or myself, like, I mean, please do so because we, we want to help. Like that's our whole thing. Yeah. 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 That's for sure. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate, appreciate, appreciate you coming on the show. Um, like I said, we'll stay in touch with you um, and, and get updates and things like that. So, yeah, we'll so, probably have you on again in the future. You know, maybe if you've got something, uh, some big changes or shifts that are going on, we'd mm-hmm. love to bring you back on and kind of talk about what's going on. Yep. Or, love to or even if you want to talk about a game or, you know, you want to come on, just kick it on the show. We'll let you. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, you know, that day that you uh, become a aphasia of your own, you know, um, Oh yeah, it'll definitely be time to bring him back on. Oh yeah. Well, look, guys, I think that that we've got um, some good uh, some good segments to do, and then whenever I'm in the delivery room, I'm gonna call you guys directly. And (laughs) all right, there there you go. Yeah, that'd be nice. No, we'll live stream for there. There Um, you go. I appreciate it. Um, uh, but yeah, thank you guys for having me on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for giving me the platform to talk about game gym. And, and I really, um, you know, shouts out to click gaming and Johnny for, for giving us the connection and the platform. Um, I really do feel super blessed to be able to, uh, talk about our program and, and get a broader audience. And, and I also totally dig the, the things that you guys are doing, which is, helping to educate people on our scene and, and our, our whole vibe. And, and like, I couldn't thank you guys enough. So um, on my final sign off, um, don't like, like follow game gym and all that stuff, but like follow these guys, like they're the ones <laughs> who are putting all the hard work or, or taking their long nights. So give them a follow. And then because of that, you'll probably follow game gym too. There you go. <laughs> well, right. thanks Josh. Thanks we appreciate on. it. You take care, man. All right, guys have a great night. Good luck with the, the, the rest of the show. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right. Thank you, man. Peace. So we're excited about this, this future, you know, we're delirious dad's game is going, we're growing in the sense of we're covering um, a lot of different avenues. And so it's, it's really exciting, exciting times for us. Well, Ryan, Definitely. it's time for the news, my friend, gaming news. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to roll over to that, and we'll see you on the other side. 
Fleets for Geeks. All right, guys, I've got some news for you, and uh, it's all gaming news, but some of it is current world news related, or at least United States related. Um, there's no way to avoid it. Just like with the COVID stuff that's been going on, there's no way to avoid that because it completely directly affects the gaming news. And so it comes up and uh, we're not a political show, but we do let you know what's going on in the gaming community because of politics, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yep. And, and so uh, the first two stories I'm going to hit you guys with are stories that are related to the uh, race protests and people standing for rights here in the United States right now. Um, because of the horrific murder that happened uh, due to police brutality. And, um, you know, is it too little too late on some of these things? I don't think so. But I do think that uh, these kind of statements that are coming out are evidence of the fact that why did we have to have this for you guys to do anything about it? That's kind Mm -hmm. of my opinion. And you'll know what I mean as I read this article here. I'm not going to dive deep into it, but I'm going to let you guys know what's happening. Infinity Ward uh, promises that, that for modern warfare, they said, quote, we know we have to do more as, as it uh, steps up, uh, stepping up action against racist abuse in modern warfare. Well, I'm sure there's huge um, conversations because of the racial stuff that's going on. It's coming up more on the online platforms, but mm-hmm. it did not just now start. No, this there's has been an issue been since we've been gaming slander. online. Yes. And, uh, I think it, it always should have been dealt with at a higher level the entire time. And so I'm not bashing Infinity Ward. I'm saying, well, great. I guess this has got their attention, what it's, what it's, which is what it's supposed to do, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, people should be stepping up before people have to, uh, you know, protest and all this kind of stuff. So, But they are saying they're going to start cracking stuff down. They're going to start tightening up and, uh, you know, removing people and banning people for for different things that are racial slurs or um, especially if they're just instigating fighting or instigating mm-hmm. arguments with people. And, and there are people on there specifically trolling for those kind of things right now. And they're saying, we're about to wipe those dudes out. So I was going to say, I bet there's a big uptick on that right now. Yeah. Of people yeah, just being is. turds to be turds, you know? Yeah. Specifically or, saying fire starting type statements and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. Those guys just need to be out of there, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's also, you know, it's on both sides. They didn't mention it here, but, uh, there has been, you know, other articles that I've read lately that are talking about an uptick on, um, you know, just kind of people getting upset. And then these companies are having to decide, was there anything actually, uh, racial done? Was there any discrimination or is it just because the bloods are boiling? If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. Yeah. Um, and people are a little more sensitive right now, which really, that just means that people need to be a little more careful right now. They need mm-hmm. to be more aware of what they're saying and that uh, even if you didn't mean it that way, maybe you could think about what you said and phrase it a different way, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, because people have a right to be upset right now. And so you just need to to help put the fire out rather than fan the flame, if that yep. makes sense. Yep. Uh, another article that's connected to the current U.S. news that's going on right now, Fortnite Season 3. They call okay. it The Device, right? They had a mm-hmm. live event that was supposed to be happening. And they have postponed it because of everything that's going on right now. Epic said it wants to give the development team time to focus on themselves, their families, and their communities. Epic has announced that as a result of the ongoing protests against police violence and racism across the U.S. and around the world, Fortnite, the device live event, 
uh, and the start of Fortnite Season 3 have been delayed. Uh, recent events have a heavy reminder of ongoing injustices in society. And from the uh, denial of basic human rights to the impact of racism, both overt and subtle, against people of color. We've uh, acutely, well, we're acutely aware of the pain of our friends, families, team members, players, and communities, uh, and what they're experiencing. And so because of this, they say, hey, we're going to put a pause on this, you know, launching a whole big thing and doing news about it and pushing a, a promotion that's around a game season three, you know, it's kind of not that important <laughs> with yeah. what's going on right now. So they're going to, they're going to pump the brakes and they're going to say, Hey, let's leave this out and let's do what we can to, to help what's going on right here instead and help these people that are hurting. So mm -hmm. it's good. Uh, yeah, it's good. Definitely. But uh, if people are, you know, we've got listeners that aren't just here in the United States and some people say, you know, how much is this affecting? It's affecting everything. It's a big mm -hmm. deal. It's like COVID It's probably affecting more than I've ever seen it affect. Even mm -hmm. though we've had some big deals over the last seven, eight years, um, this time seems more, um, there's more people paying attention to it and reacting to it than I've noticed in the past when it comes to companies and, and like this, you know, gaming development and releases and, and how people are handling their, their policies and changing policies. I think they're getting, they are getting a, uh, the attention they're hoping to get, or at least more attention. Mm -hmm. that they're hoping to get, if that makes sense. Yeah, it's the wake-up call of, hey, these things have been happening. The world mm -hmm. has, uh, the U.S. in general has, the people have overlooked it, right? Right, And right. Um, now it's it's uh, time to take a second look. What do we need yep. to change? What, you know, dang, yep. you know, it's a big, mm -hmm. a big black eye right now for America, uh, mm -hmm. for sure. And if anybody's listening to this, I hope you guys aren't offended that we're going to move on from that because we just brought that up. This is not, like I said, this is not a political podcast. It's not because we don't care about what's going on um, at all. We obviously live in this world. We know exactly what's going on, and we're doing our best to not cause any more problems and to, to help people that are dealing with emotional stress during this that are connected to us on a personal level. Yeah. But this is a gaming podcast, and so we're going to move on to gaming news. There you go. <laughs> you know? And so when we're taking it, we're talking about taking a closer look. Uh, next thing I want to take a closer look at is um, Mario 64. I know you guys oh. have heard that the Mario 64 had a PC port not too long ago, mm -hmm. and people are loving it. It's really had a pretty big uprise in, in people that are playing it, people mainly from our generation. And recently, uh, the mods are starting to really come out for it. So oh. one of the big mods that I'm going to be talking about tonight, though there are other mods that actually change, change the gameplay and stuff a little bit, uh, the mod I'm talking about tonight is connected to a story that we were talking about, I think, last week, and we talked about it about six months ago, which is these um, AI programs that are changing the graphics of these games, right? Mm -hmm. Runs through and updates them. Well, uh, right now there's a mod that you can get that just updates uh, Mario, so he looks like full HD okay. Mario. You like know, he still looks like Mario. Mario. Yeah, he just he's really sharp, really smooth. Okay. Everything looks nice on him. Uh, instead of being pixelated and stuff like that, like he looks on Mario 64, mm -hmm. but he still has the Mario 64 body and features. Okay. And he looks exactly the same. Um, so it's not like they humanized him or anything. They so just made just him look blurry. really good. He's not blurry right. anymore. Okay. Yeah. Not blurry anymore. Yeah. Um, and so there's a mod that just does it to him. But then if you just use that one there, uh, you're still playing in a world that's blurry. Okay. And so people are probably going, well, you know, what's the point of playing in a world that's just blurry like this? Well, 
I don't know if you guys remember, you know, um, you had Mario Odyssey and that had normal size, like normal people. Like they were built like normal people. There weren't Mario looking characters. So if you guys could live with uh, playing with normal looking characters, then I'm sure a sharp looking Mario in a blurry looking world won't be that big of a deal either. Um, mm. But it doesn't look like you're going to have to wait long because mm. the AI, uh, and this is, looks like it's coming from the new Unreal Engine that we've been talking about lately. It's The AI is built off of that, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And um, they are in the midst of upgrading the whole game. And so you can go online on YouTube, look up Super Mario PC port textures, AI upscaled. And if you pull that up, you can check out a video that's got a, a decent portion of the game that's been rendered, and you can see it on a side-by-side, the difference that this upscale is doing for the game. Mm. Uh, and it's a huge difference. I mean, it still looks like Mario 64, but everything just looks super clean, you yeah. know, real sharp and, and modernized. And it's not just the sharpness. It's definitely contrast. Uh, the depth, you know what I mean? Stuff like mm-hmm. that has changed, uh, and they're using this to create these mods. So uh, we were talking about that happening, and, and here it's pretty it is. cool to start seeing it being <laughs> implemented. I, um, I'm, I'm surprised Nintendo hasn't made a remake. You know, now we're in this world of remakes. I'm yeah, surprised. I'm surprised Nintendo Switch didn't say, hey, here comes Mario 128. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. remake. And I'll... All these guys, and I think the guys who are actually putting together these filters, too, who are using the Unreal Engine, are part of a YouTube channel called uh, Unreal YouTube. It's not okay. it's not an official Unreal YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, you know, affiliated right. or owned by them. It's but fans, that's the name of the YouTube made. channel. Right. So if yeah. you want to check out some of the stuff that they're doing with the Unreal Engine, not just on Mario 64, that's Unreal YouTube. Check it out. They've got mm-hmm. a bunch of different stuff on there. And I would say get on it quick, because Nintendo... They're not known for uh, enjoying people modding their stuff, so no, get on not. there, get on there, and get it while it's open before you have to start figuring out how to get it uh, mm-hmm. another way. Mm-hmm. Now, right now there are some mods, but the one that's updating the graphics is just for Mario himself. The other okay. ones, and this is still in development. Okay. Just so you guys make sure you got that. <clears throat> now, some some good news, even with all the craziness that's going on in the United States and around the world with COVID. And all the events that are being canceled and game event after game event after game event that is not going through, uh, we have a little glimmer of hope here. And this is not a specifically game event, but most gaming guys are also tech guys. I, I love this event. It's the CES 2021 event. Mm. Um, uh, it's saying they're going ahead and planning it. It's going to happen. They're saying they're not going to cancel it. And, uh, this is a huge event. You know, they bring in over 175,000 people that okay. event. And so as of right now, that tech event is going to go. Um, I'm trying to see if they've got a date set for it yet. I think it's early 2021. Okay. Um, so their thinking is if they can get into like January or February, maybe. Yeah. We'll have January, January, 2021. That's okay. one of this. Yep. Cool. And they're always in January. So I actually think, I don't think they canceled this year's cause it was before the COVID hit. So they yeah. had this year's right before COVID mm-hmm. hit. And this one, they're just letting everybody know, hey, we are planning on it. And it doesn't seem very tentative. Seems like unless we're told we can't, we're doing it. We're going to do it. Yep. Um, because, you know, we are on an uptick. We flattened the curve and we're starting to even mm-hmm. go the other direction now. And so uh, even in states like Oklahoma, who's opened back up, um, we're not seeing any increase in numbers. We're mm-hmm. actually still seeing a decrease. And so like my specific county that we live in, We've only got four people sick right now. 
Yeah. And so people are definitely going back to normal. They're still keeping their distance, which is great. Not everybody's wearing masks, which, you know, that's up in the air whether that's doing anything or not. But people are still caring enough that you can tell it's feeling normal around yeah. here. And I think that's going to be in, uh, it's going to be evidence when you see these kind of events that are going, we're doing it. If that makes yeah. sense. They're going, yeah, it looks like things are going back. Now there are people that think it's going to be a big old spike in, in fall and come right back and we're just going to be screwed. Um, I'm going to cross my fingers and, and say, that's not going to happen. Yeah, but I think, I think I'm it's not gonna be an too hard. I don't know. I think it'd be too hard to do that all over again. I think mm -hmm. it's going to be a more of a, we've had more time with it. There's been more studies on it. I mean, yep. you're still talking about what three, four, probably four or five months out. Mm -hmm. That uh, well, we know. Time we also it, know so. now that the death rate is way, way lower than they thought originally. <laughs> uh, when when the proper care is taken and different mm -hmm. things like that, and so it's not as scary. That's one thing people say: the unknown is always scary. Yep. Well, COVID is not nearly as unknown now, so it's not near as scary. So I don't think we're going to have the same uh, reaction either. Yep. Hospital again, we're not experts. <laughs> yep. Well, I think it went down to that, right? It's the supply thing. You know, mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. uh, that kind of stuff, I think, was a huge worry. Um, and now we're through it. So there you go. If you guys aren't familiar with what CES is, you've been living under a rock. Uh, that's where they announce all kinds of stuff. You know, you're going to have uh, IBM there. You'll have Microsoft there. You'll have all your big electronic companies, all your phones, all your new TVs, all your new gadgets of all kinds, including gaming, computers. So all your new chipsets and and uh, hard drive technology, like the stuff that's coming out, that's powering these new consoles, which is unbelievable. These new HHDs that are uh, super fast. You know, we talked about that last week, that some of these new hard drives are actually the reason Unreal completely changed and, and updated their engine is because they had new capabilities due to these hard drives that are going to be in these consoles. And so we know that that's going to translate over to PC, obviously, too, right? Console never mm -hmm. is going to get something that doesn't affect the PC world. And so we've got things that are changing. If you want to know what's changing in uh, tech, it's CES. That's that's the guy. Um, so I'd love to go to that show sometime, too, because I'm not That'd just a gaming tech guy. I like all tech. Yeah. I'm kind of the same way. I'd be interested in, in mm -hmm. other avenues, too. The next article that I was going to talk about tonight in the news is, um, and you guys know that uh, Project Cars, if you're a car guy, a racing uh, game kind of guy, Project Cars 2, and even the first one, Project Cars, has really helped shape the entire community around racing. In my opinion, it's kind of a, like back in the day, um, we had, uh, wow, I just drew a blank on that. Gran Turismo? Gran Turismo. That was kind mm -hmm. of a groundbreaking, the graphics, the way the game played was very. That was your go-to racing game. Yeah. And it added sure. a huge dynamic uh, to the gaming industry. And then later you had, um, I'm not a big guy into racing, but I remember there was another game that came later. And I want to say it, um, it's the one where everything like can fall down in the road and the need for speed. Yeah. Maybe it was need for speed. And I so that was one of those stuff. Yeah, that's the one that, and you race through like not regular tracks, right? It's like you street racing. You got cops yeah. that'll chase yep. it. Yeah. Yep. That was the yeah. same way. Uh, it was pretty ground shaking. And then Project Cars is kind of more the recent one. That's a, a huge one that's really shaping everything. Well, Project Cars um, three is coming this summer uh, with a huge list of new features. They've announced it. Uh, it's supposed to be 
you know, really pushing the, the ability of graphics and uh, realism when it comes to steering and driving. And so for those of you who set up your, uh, you know, your racing centers, like we were talking about last week, where you, or maybe a couple of weeks ago, where you've got your little booth that you can feel the shakes and the vibrations of mm-hmm. driving the car, and you got your pedals and your steering wheel and all that set up. Um, this game is supposed to be really, really pushing that because it's a, it's it's a uh, it's just it's basically a racing sim. It says the series has always been uh, missing a few of the features expected from a modern racing sim. Uh, something that developers plan to remedy in this scaled-up sequel that was announced today. So some of the things that people loved about the game, there were always some little holes, basically, that they didn't quite have. Uh, mm-hmm. And they're saying, yes, we're going to match up our realistic physics and all the things that everybody loves about our game with some of these things that everybody expects from a, a racing sim. Okay. And so those of you who that are that are into racing sim, this game is really expected to be pretty much the top of the charts for right now okay. if you're into those kind of things. They've pushed to be at the top. Doesn't mean they will be. We see games fail all the time. Um, but it's supposed to be leaps and bounds, a lot of big upgrades, not small increment changes that are going to be going on in the game. I would go into more details on that with you guys if I understood the game. But since I don't understand those kind of games, I don't really want to dive into those things and just fumble over my own words. But yeah. if you're into it, check it out, uh, Project Cars 3, and you guys will be able to kind of dive in, and I'm sure you'll understand more than I will. Um, I would love to sit down at somebody's house who has a sim set up and get in and race some, some stuff like that, oh, especially that'd be sweet. with the VR on. Oh, be freaking man. sweet. <clears throat> I just don't do it myself. I don't have the, the means or money or time right now to have that set up myself. So mm-hmm. I'm just, just not a scene that I'm quite into. Yeah. This next one is kind of a weird one. I didn't even hear about this. Maybe you did, Clint. But have you heard about uh, about Sega making a new thing? I heard yeah. some rumblings about it. Like Did I you? heard like a rumor mail thing, but I didn't yeah. like go into it in detail. I just saw that Sega may be working on a new console. And I was like, what? Well, see, I, I use the word thing because I wasn't talking about a console. Okay. This this is called a Sega uh, Game Gear Micro. Okay. So these okay. are portable consoles like a Game Boy with a little screen uh, on them. Okay. Right. Now, there must be a Sega Game Gear that already exists, and I didn't even know about that. Because why would you call it a Sega Game Gear Micro if there's not a Sega Game Gear, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the Sega Game Gear Micro is very interesting in the sense that it's it's kind of set up as a collector's item, which is, you know, sometimes that does really well when people purposefully develop a product as a collector's item. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's really a bad idea, right? Yeah. Um, this game comes out preloaded with four games, okay? And there's four versions of it and each version has four different games. So that's why they're collectible. This little micro fits in the palm of your hand. It's a little tiny console, maybe three times the size of a like an old Tamagotchi. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? The screen in the middle is very small, and it's supposed to fit in your hand basically like an old little Sega controller, you know, that's okay. about the size that it is maybe, uh, maybe even a little bit smaller. Um, and so you can get a black model that comes with Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, Puyo Puyo 2, if I'm even saying that right. I've never even heard of that one. Outrun and Royal Stone. You can get the blue uh, variant. It includes Sonic Chaos, Gunstar Heroes, Sylvan Tail, and Baku Baku Animal. And then you've got the uh, yellow. It comes with Shining Force uh, Gaiden. It comes with Shining Force, uh, the Sword of Haya, I think. Okay. <laughs> Shining, Shining Force Gaiden Final Conflict. 
Oh, so this is the Shining Force guy, pretty much. So the other one is Shining Force Gaiden, um, NC Jashin no Kui Ki. <laughs> Killing uh, it. The, yeah, the last one's even better. It's Nazupoyo Arupu Naru. Okay. There you go. Um, Next time you head to uh, Japan, take around yeah. with you. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, and so you get the Shining Force edition plus Nazuapo, which may be a Shining Force thing, and I just don't know it. Then the red one gets uh, Revelations, the Demon Slayer, Magamai, Tensai, Gaiden. Oh, there's the other Gaiden, Last Bible Special, and uh, the GG Shonibi. Man, these are some definitely. I wait, don't wait, wait. These when games. you said Last Bible Session. Was last part, Bible special. Last Bible special. Is that part of the game name, or were you just saying that? No, no, part of the la- part. It's the game name. Is that a game? So last Bible yeah, session. No, it's it's Megami Tensei Gaiden, which is one of those Gaiden games. I'm guessing. Okay. I think I don't know. And then it says Last Bible special. That's the edition. Okay. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. the which. So that's one the is? end. It's apocalypse time. Yeah. Yeah. Is what I'm getting and, out of that. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> then you got the GG Shinobi. Um, and it's literally the capital G, capital G Shinobi. So I think I'm reading that one right. Um, and then you've got, <laughs> and then uh, columns. A lot of games I've never heard of, guys. Wow. But out of that, but, then he comes out and says columns. Yeah, <laughs> that's the game. <laughs> okay. Good news is these are only fifty bucks each, so they're meant to be kind of a little okay small game collector collectible thing. thing. So I, uh, I look. I, I did I look at. I definitely think it's a Japanese. Or Chinese type thing, and I'm probably being—I don't even know when I'm reading those words if they're Japanese or Chinese. I don't know. Um, I just said Japanese because it was released. The original Game Gear was released in uh, back in April of '91 in Japan. Uh, okay, and on here the Game Gear Micro, uh, even the little ad, the little video that goes with it, guys are going, "You don't know the difference between Japanese and Chinese writing?" No, I don't. It's got a bunch of little symbols. I think both of those have much little symbols, and everything is written in that. And so this is definitely geared for them. That's why all the games are games you don't necessarily know about some of them, things like that. So, cause it's for that uh, economy, you know what I mean? It's for mm-hmm. that demographic, which doesn't mean it won't be fun. You can check it out. I'm sure you can watch videos of what these games are about before you buy it. But for 50 bucks for a little handheld collectible Sega deal, I'm sure they're hoping people, you know, that are really into it buy each one. Right. Yeah. Get, well, I'm seeing one, I'm seeing one here where the, the person's holding got their two hands together and they're holding four of them in a hand. Yeah, they're small. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, here here it says, you may be wondering how exactly you're meant to play games. It's a 1.15-inch display, guys. Uh, It makes the Game Boy's micro 2-inch panel sound huge by comparison. Um, It says, well, if you're willing to drop uh, $250 on a pack of all four consoles, Sega is including a mini version of its big window magnifying glass accessory. It's basically a clip-on <laughs> magnifying glass that makes the screen bigger, like maybe three inches instead of an inch and a half. Oh, okay. And so if an inch and a half is just not your thing, you, you can pay can the big it. bucks and get three. Man, I almost want to buy this just to keep it packed up. <clears throat> that way in 10, in 10, 15 years. That's what they're hoping. You know? That's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. You buy the whole little set of 250 you never open that thing. And it's worth, you know, a couple thousand later. Or it's worth nothing, that's, one of the two. Yeah, you don't know. It's, it's no, I don't think it'll be worth nothing. It'll be worth, you know, a couple 
couple, maybe maybe still a couple hundred bucks, mm-hmm. especially if it's in mint condition. So you probably won't lose your money. That's one thing that's good about little things like that. You know which but, direction I thought you were headed. I thought you were going to say it was like has the old classic Sega games that they owned, right? Kind of mm-hmm. like they're doing with Nintendo and Super Nintendo, right? Right. You know, something like that. PlayStation. No, they you know they dropped a couple of those in there, right? Yeah, Gunstar, they got Sonic, Gunstar and... Heroes, and Sonic, mm-hmm. and uh, I the think Gaiden. I'll Run. And Nin- Royal Stone, I remember those games. I wonder if those Gaiden games are like Ninja Gaiden. No, and they're just worded differently. That's maybe. exactly where my mind went. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love Ninja Gaiden. Yeah. Last Bible session, bro. Yeah, last, last Bible session. Better get session. down on them hands I wonder and if that's their way of saying apocalypse. You know, I don't know yeah. what that means. Revelations. Yep. No, it's For not the Revelations. It's, it's only revelation. one. There's no S Singular. at the end of it, guys. It's, the, it's Revelation. It's one. I always love that one. Uh, you got any other revelations okay. you want to talk about? Yeah, no, that is a revelation. That revelations doesn't exist. It's revelation. That's the only <laughs> no, other one. I mean, revelations gaming news wise. I've got one more gaming uh, news item here. There you go. You got Let's one see. revelation. No, I don't. That was my last one. Hmm. Yep. There you go. What uh, my last page I had here was the page that had all of them on there for me. His, his revelation, his revelation, folks, was there's nothing. Yeah, my revelation is that I'm done with the news. There you go. Hey, good job. <laughs> All right. Well, now we're going to go and see what's popping up out of that freebie farm. Ooh-wee. Come on down to freebie farm. All games are free, half off, and 70% off the price of free. Games may include microtransactions, time getting, and in-game ads before, during, and after gameplay. No refunds will be permitted for child purchases. That's right, folks. It's time for the Freebie Farm. I'm your host, Clinton. We're going to go through this sucker quick. How quick? As quick as I can say free. (laughs) Well, then we're done. (laughs) Yep. It's over, guys. Thanks for joining. Yep. Free for everyone, though. Free for everyone. This is on Metacritic. We're going to go through it. Here we are. First game on the list is a multiplayer uh, shooter that we've discussed and talked about. Uh, It released... June 2nd, and it's free. There's no end date on it. It's the uh, the PvP game. The first, or not first person shooter, but it, it's a shooter. I guess it is first person shooter. It's uh, Valorant. It's free. Go get it on PC. We're going to have to check Valorant out. I mean, re Yeah. We just got to make some space on my Shadow account, download it. I mean, that's probably what we should play this weekend. As much probably as, so. I'm, as much as I'm glad that I finally got my lag. Uh, situation figured out just so you listeners know out there you know everybody knows if you listen to the show that i play on shadow i've been pissed at shadow for a while thinking what the heck is going on and then i realized that i think it's not shadow and i started thinking we we had this epiphany when my when my wife had our baby the first time i was playing on a laptop with my screen hooked up to it and when i was at the hospital yes i brought my gaming pc to the hospital and was playing there when i was doing that i didn't have the lag issue uh, but mm-hmm. I have good internet at the house. So then I realized, ah, oh, it's because I thought the laptop is not very good at sending a signal to my display, uh, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. What we realized is, no, it's just a slow display because it's not for gaming, right? <laughs> and I didn't buy it for gaming, and I wasn't into PC uh, gaming at the time when I got it. So we realized now that once I got back to my desktop, my desktop was down at the time. I got my desktop fixed, jumped back on Shadow, it's been sucky again for a while. And then we just realized that my sucky suckerness 
is because of the slow lag for my screen. So mm-hmm. I hooked my laptop back up and, and, uh, you know, I wasn't like super skilled or anything, but right. I was hitting people, you know what I mean? Got some kills this last ha- time we I, played. I have to explain to everybody though, when we realized it was a problem was when I was watching Ryan in the gulag and mm-hmm. he walked up from behind on a guy, went right up to him, nose in the butt crack. Guy, guy turns around and shoots him, kills him. Yeah, where so in that's my how, screen, that's how the lag screen, was. Yeah, in my screen that didn't happen at all. I went to shoot him, and all of a sudden I was past him, like I was through him, kind of. Like yeah. it, it still happened, but it happened really fast, <laughs> in a in a weird way. And anywho, it was guys, hilarious. What I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm I'm ready to test my my non lag issues on some Valorant. That's what I'm saying. There you go. Well, the next game I have for you, Ryan, is the Sledge Life. Ooh. It's uh, actually, nope. Yeah, it is free. It's May 28, 2020 to May 28, 2021. Oh, to get you on. Whole year. Yep. Interesting. It's only a 5.5 rating, but hey, check it out. Sludge Life. You also hold got. On, a, hold on, timeout. Where did you see what? a 5.5 what? rating? What? I just uh, opened it in a new window. Oh, you're talking there. about the other rating. Okay, yeah, I got yeah, you. Yeah. The Metacritic rating or the user score. The user score. Yep. Yeah, okay. yeah. We've also got Ascension to the Throne. That's uh, going to be available May 27th, and then it says to be announced. Um, Fantasy Star Online 2 for PC. That's free. Um, you also got Airport Madness World Edition free. If I don't nice. tell you an end date, that means there is currently not an end date, by the way, folks. Mm-hmm. Um, the next game on there is Amazon's game, uh, Crucible. That's free uh, from May 20th, and there's no end date set. We recently talked about Crucible and wondering how it was going to be and all that kind of stuff. So there's um, two games. Two games we can go try. Mm-hmm. But just so you know, the Metacritic rating is 55. That is pretty poor. Yeah, well, so is Daisy, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> You've also got Naval Warfare for PC. Um, that is free right now and to be announced. So check that out. You also got Construct Escape the System. For the PC, that's free. Uh, we got Doodle Devil. I'm going to get it just because it's uh, Doodle they, Devil. They got me because of the name. Yes, yeah, so I was yeah. just about to say, Doodle Devil yeah. already got me. And you're thinking about, well, what about old Dolores? Well, Dolores, a Thimbleweed Park mini-adventure. That's free over yep. on Steam. <laughs> uh, <laughs> some good names tonight. We got yeah. Spoiler Alert. That's free. Uh, Four Kings, One War. Free on PC. Uh, for your iOS, you can go check out Boris and the Dark Survival. Picture of a dog. So I'm thinking Boris is the dog and you're trying to survive in the dark. <laughs> That's what we should do is just have a, like, name the I title like and then the person comes up with oh, uh, what is the game. Yes, I'm uh, loving it. Now, Metacritic rated this one <clears throat> a 75. We got Evil Genius. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get that free. Totally free. That I mentioned- free. Did I mention it's free? <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> and then uh, we got Lovely Planet, which is a 61 on the old Metacritic. That's a shooter. Uh, that's free as well. Um, coming soon over on the PC, if you're wondering, ladies and gentlemen, you got Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection. That's yeah. going to that's gonna be free on the Epic Game Store June 11th through June 17th. Uh, you also got Trackmania. For PC, that's going to be the starter access edition. Um, that's uh, 
going to be up on the Epic Games Store July 1st. So you'll hear that coming next month again, probably on the Freebie Farm. Um, if you're an EA fan, you got Origin Access uh, or EA Access. Uh, we got FIFA 20. Uh, that's going to be free on your PC, your PlayStation 4, and your Xbox One. So you might That's well it, go. right? That's all you get, huh? You get yep. FIFA that's 20. It. Yep. FIFA 20. So if you like Thanks. soccer, there you go. This is this is your month. Mm-hmm. It's the month to be alive, baby. Um, for your humble bumble, humble, humble bundle choice, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. this is including Humble Trove. This is going to be your PC onlys. We've got Bomber Crew. That's a 75 on the old Metacritic. That is free with no end date on it. it says Chocks Away. Bomber Crew is a strategic simulation game where picking the right crew and keeping your bomber in tip-top shape is the difference between completing your mission or losing it all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've also got Chess Ultra. That's going to be free from May 1st to June 4th. That's for those of you who didn't have enough fun with regular chess. Yep. You can get it free until tomorrow. So there you are. Sorry for sorry for the old Friday crew. Yep. Oh, the next like four, five, six are all till tomorrow. Dang. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got Heave Ho, Horus, Jurassic World Evolution, uh, Mo Astray, Niche, a genetic survival, Neoverse. Rainy Season, Rise of Industry, The Swords of Ditto, Mormo's Curse, Warhammer 40,000, Gladius, oh my gosh. Relics the of War. Swords of Ditto, Mormo's <laughs> Curse. Sorry, I like that one. <laughs> Warsaw, XCOM 2, all that free May 1st to June 4th. So all that's free if you're listening live. If you're listening right now to their podcast, like most of our listeners are, um, enjoy the fact that you missed those. I'm sure some of those were games you just had to have, and now you can't. Yep, but give me credit. I didn't give you the dates on every one of them, okay? Right. I just right. put them all in a category for you. Yeah. <laughs> on PlayStation Now, that's your subscription service to the streaming platform of PlayStation. Uh, you got <laughs> Dishonored. I, feel, I can't help but feel like that was a little bit of a jab at the fact that I it couldn't was. grasp what was going on with the PlayStation <laughs> thing for months. That's okay. I was just... okay. Cleaning it up, it. you know. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Dishonored 2. It's an 88 on the old Metacritic. That's mm. on uh, the PS4 now, June 2nd, to be announced. So it's there till they say no more. Uh, nice. Metro Exodus, you can get that June 2nd to November 30th. So get on there and play that. Beat that game before your time limit's up. You got NASCAR Heat 4, June 2nd, to be announced. The Evil Within 2 from May 5th to be announced. Mm -hmm. Uh, Get Even, same thing, to be announced. Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. You're going to get that one from May 5th to November 2nd. Just Cause 4, April 7th to October 6th. Here's one for you, Ryan. Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah. That's going until July 7th. Mm-hmm. Better get that one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you haven't played that one, everybody that I know that's played that one has said it's good. We've also got Shadow of Tomb Raider. She's free until September 7th. After that, she's charging people. 
Um, we got Lego Worlds, February 4th to August 4th. So go check that out, guys. All right, here we go. PlayStation Plus. This is for your monthly subscription to the uh, kind of like your gold pass. Gold pass, I should say. PlayStation uh, Live, whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. This is, uh, you're going to get Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's uh, free, uh, June 2nd to July 6th. So get on there and download it before it's up. Um, Call of Duty World War II is on there as well, May 26th to July 6th. I'm going to have to agree with Ryan. It's an okay list, but I'm not that impressed. We'll have to see what Xbox brings us. Mm -hmm. um, for your old Stadia over here, what are they doing, right? <laughs> Nothing, like, probably. Here we go. Get Packed. Jana I don't like the name. June, I don't like it. June first. ready. June first. Until they announce otherwise. Um, this is. Oh, I've seen this game. It's kind of like Overcooked. Um, okay. Your little co-op uh, players, and you're trying to move stuff. And there's different oh, obstacles and things. Yep. You're packing. You're moving. Okay. Moving crew. Okay. I got you. Yep. So it's definitely got the over Overcooked style. That's um, a brand new game. So yeah. They're just piggybacking off of the Overcooked. Okay. Yep. That's an 81 on the Metacritic, 8.0 on your user score. So a good party game. Have your buddies come over, couch co-op. Be good. Okay. Um, and I guess you can do that with Stadia because it's more like a console than it is a virtual PC. Right. Um, they also got Little Nightmares. So that's uh, free to until to be announced. We got Panzer Dragoon Remake. That's free. Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, free. Um, super hot, free as well. But uh, not impressed with them at all. No. I mean, come on, Stadia, it's time. Hey, coming soon is Elder Scrolls Online, a game that's already free. Interesting. There you go. I think that's going to be a part <laughs> maybe of the expansion. Heck, I don't know. But it is free to play anyway, I've, we found out. So mm -hmm. check it out. I'm thinking about getting into it and playing it. Just well, to, we did find out. I guess you do have to buy the game, right? Yeah, I think you buy the it's game free to itself. Play, but you buy the game. So yep. I guess if you have Stadia, you're going to get the game for free. Sorry, guys. I put my yeah. foot in my mouth. I'll take it back <laughs> out. Um, so Twitch Prime, PC only, people. Um, we got the Flame in the Flood. That's June first to June thirtieth. We got Forsaken Remastered, June first to June thirtieth. Observer, June first to June thirtieth. Here we go. Project Warlock. That's free. And Still Rats. It's free. Both of those June 1st to June 30th. Um, they've got Art of Fighting 2, May 26th to December 31st. And the rest of these games I'm going to mention here are the same day, just so everybody knows. We got Blazing Star, Fatal Fury Special, mm -hmm. The King of Fighters 2000, The King of Fighters 2002. That's kind of weird. They just jumped two years. I guess maybe it was two and years in between. The weirder thing is that it came out the same year, 2015. That is weird. Yeah. Very weird. Uh, you got Pulse, Polestar, Samurai Showdown 2, no Bible session in service there. <laughs> uh, and we also have uh, Silence. First Bible session. <laughs> we got Silence, and it's actually got a Metacritic score of 75. Uh, that's May Speak, May fifteenth to June twelfth on that one. Speaking of silence, uh, you know we have silent farts sometimes. We call them silent but deadly things like that. Mm -hmm. Me and my daughter, we play a game. Um, 
that is not a fart game, which I know everybody thought it was going there, so I'll just ruin it for you real quick. The game that we play is basically a learning game where we describe attributes of something. Used to be animals only. Now it's plants, items, elements, whatever, everything she's learning. Mm-hmm. So you describe it, you describe something, and then the other person has to pick by those clues what it is you're describing. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Mm-hmm. And so today I said, I am um, what happens when methane gas builds up inside of any kind of animal. That's, that's what I told her today. <laughs> <laughs> and she figured it out. Uh, oh. she, first she asked, she asked what methane gas is. She didn't know, which mm-hmm. is why we use this game to learn. And I told her methane gas is the gas that's off put by the digesting and processing of food inside the intestines. And she said, oh, so what did you say? And I said, it's the building up of methane gas in any animal. She said, are you talking about a fart? I said, yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> right after that, I came up with a couple good dad jokes or funny things that you could say as a dad. I told her when you fart, you can say, um, I just released some methane gas. Instead of I farted or tooted or anything, sorry, I just released some methane gas, which I think as a kid would be funny if yeah. a kid said that. And then I said, uh, the other thing you could say is, uh, did you fart or are you just methane around? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good corny dad joke right there. Yeah. Anyway, so I, had, I had to just pull some credit my way real quick and interrupt you. No, you're okay. I always get the old, I get woke up in the morning by the three-year-old and sometimes I'll let oh, yeah. one rip. And then she doesn't know, pulls up the covers. Oh, dad, you're so stinky. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, you know, we're real dads because all that whole little spiel came off of a game being called Silence. That's it. That's where that came from. <laughs> That's what triggered in the mind of Ryan Maddox. <laughs> oh, well, Xbox Games Gold, bro. You ready with the gold? Here we go. Yeah, this is where it's at, cuz. Mm hmm. Destroy All Humans is for the 360. Uh, if you're if you're on that old that old train, that's mm-hmm. June first to June fifteenth. Yes. Uh, Shantae and the Pirates Curse, mm-hmm. or that could be Shantae. I don't know. Shanti. Um, is it Shanti? That's what I thought it's it Shanti. was. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and the Pirates Curse. That's Xbox One. You're gonna get that from June first to June thirtieth, and then Warhammer Forty Thousand Inquisitor Dash Martyr, May sixteenth to June fifteenth. Coming soon, you got Coffee Talk on the Xbox One. Wow. Yep. That's June 16th to July 15th. My mind went straight to GTA. <laughs> Hot Coffee. You remember that? Yeah. That little... Yep. <clears throat> Moving on. Simora <laughs> is coming out on the 360. Xbox 360, June 16th to June 30th. That's free. You know, right. they. I got to give them credit. They are still supporting that old 360 life over there. They are. People just you know? don't think that they would, you know what I mean? But they really, they said they would, right? Mm-hmm. And they do. They still do. They give you a little love. Some yeah. decent games that you get, too, if you're a 360 guy. Um, on the Xbox Game Pass. Um, this is where it's at. This is where it's at right here, ladies and gentlemen. You're going to get Minecraft Dungeons for the PC. And you can get Minecraft Dungeons for your Xbox One. May 26th, um, to beyond. So to be announced, people. Um, Alan Wake is still on there from last month, and that's for PC and Xbox 360, it looks like. Um, City Skylines, uh, you can get that free on the uh, PC. They're lumping in PC because of the Microsoft Game Pass right. that you can get. Yeah, um, they've got the, the beta on PC now. Yep. Yeah. That's also going to be fr- that's also free on the Xbox One. 
Uh, Plebi Quest, The Crusades, that's free. That's going to be PC. Fractured Minds, Xbox One, um, that's free. Golf with Friends, I hate that game. Xbox One, that's free. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hate it, I just hate playing it with Hunter. You hate losing it at it, mm-hmm. yeah. Final Fantasy Nine, that's free on the Xbox One. Um, Halo 2 Anniversary Edition. That's on the PC. That's free. Uh, Daisy is free on the Xbox One. Speak of the devil, you said it's probably Daisy. It has the same rating. It is one mm-hmm. off. It's 56 off. instead of 55. <laughs> I was close. You were. Uh, we got the uh, the Mech Warrior 5 Mercenaries. That's free on PC. And to top it off, Red Dead Redemption 2 is free on Xbox Two. Mm-hmm. Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, just so you guys know, if you're new listeners, why did you guys read all those games that nobody knows what they are and didn't give us some kind of definition? Uh, well, there's no way we could give you guys a, a definition of what each one of these games are. We could the have our own podcast farm, just for that. <laughs> yeah. The purpose of the freebie farm is to give you guys a quick rundown, and hopefully one of the games we mention is one you've heard of in the past. You came across it in a little article, something like that, that made you go, Oh, that game sounds interesting, but you didn't want to spend the money on it. And then when we read that list, you go, oh, yeah, I remember that. And you go look it up and, and you download it because it's free. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of the point of the list. Yeah. And then we'll just we'll just finish it off here with the coming soon for your Microsoft Game Pass and your Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, they say here that Wastelands 3 will be uh, free as of August 28th for the PC and Xbox One. Um, and then Crusader Kings 3 will be free up in uh, September. So there you go. We'll we'll nice. mention that again, though. Well, that's all I have on the freebies, my friends. Um, I don't know. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 kind of puts it um, over the yeah, edge a little it, bit. It tips I think, it over. I think yeah. it's still between it and PlayStation. I think you're still getting a pretty good deal with that. Well, you're coming... You're coming soon list too. Wastelands is a pretty uh, a game people really like. Mm-hmm. And then um, I actually don't know what Crusader Kings 3 is. I was going to act like I did, but I don't. So we'll just. Yeah, Call of Duty World War 2, I just feel like that's one of those. You've already got Modern Warfare out now. It's one yeah. of those. I feel like when you move on to the next game, the community moves to the next game. That's right. Yep. So yep. it's a give me. Yep. And then Star Wars Battlefront 2, that's been out a while. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Anyway, that's all I've got. I'm all empty, right, man. man. I'm empty. Well, that was a good show, man. I really enjoyed uh, having our guest on today. I'm excited to see what they're doing and, and really would like to hear back from hopefully some of our listeners that uh, actually check out their tournaments and maybe get some coaching help from them and kind of see what that's all about and get some feedback on what you guys think about it. Uh, also, if you don't get coaching from them, just let us know what you think about that whole idea. That probably is a new idea to you guys thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, because when it comes to, like, say, wrestling or baseball or anything, there's little clubs you can join, right? There's little leagues you can go join, all that kind of stuff. That doesn't really exist that much for kids in gaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the whole point of what these guys are doing. Yep. And so, uh, you know, you might think, well, I don't want to go pay for some coaching and for this stuff to go on. Well, you, you do the same thing if it was baseball or if it was any other sport. You go pay it. You've got a coach that helps your kid and teaches him things, and he gets mm-hmm. to be part of this team, and it's the exact same thing. They're just doing it for esports. Yep. Yep. 
So it's a great thing that they're doing, and we're really happy they came on the podcast. And like we said, we'll probably get Josh on here just to chill with us sometime, um, mm-hmm. doing some of the Delirious Dad stuff. Um, but we wanted to give him a platform and a chance to let us and, and the audience know what it is he does, what he's all about. Um, and we had a, a blast with him. Yeah, so, definitely. Uh, the guests, the guests uh, that we're having on the show has been great. Everybody that's come on has, has mm-hmm. blown us away, and it's been a great experience. If you want to support the show, if you're into that, you can check us out over on Patreon um, slash Delirious Dads Gaming. You can also check us out on our Twitter page at uh, DDG Podcast. You can also check us out on uh, the Instagram and the Facebook. We're there as well. Um, reach out to us. Let us know what do you want? What content yes. um, are you most excited about? Or even if you just have a question, we can do that too. And I was going to tell you guys, if you say, hey, I'd love to support these guys on Patreon, but, you know, I just don't have the money. Well, that's a good reason, but not a good excuse. So if you're not going to Patreon us, that means all you have to do is go over and share our podcast when we post it, right? And go and uh, like us on uh, iTunes, give us a review. Those kind of things have just as big of an impact because you may not be able to give, but you'll help us reach some more people in our community. And some of those people might be able to give help us producing content and help us to uh, grow and, and build this network that we're really um, starting to fall into now and, and to build. And so uh, any way you can support, uh, just like I said, even by sharing or liking or commenting or any of that kind of stuff when it comes to the social media is huge for us. And we appreciate it greatly. Yep. And for those of you who have shared and liked, we really appreciate it as well. Definitely. So, um, Well, with that said, Ryan. Stay delirious. Stay dating and stay gaming. This has been a Delirious Dads production. For more information about the show, visit our website at www.deliriousdadsgaming.com. You can also find us on facebook.com slash deliriousdadsgaming, twitch.tv, and YouTube. Make sure you like and share our pages to help us grow the channel. You can listen to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. Please leave a rating and review if you enjoy the show. Thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you next time.